Welcome back. It was uh, only a couple days ago I did this. Uh, like I've been teasing from time to time, I will be releasing multiple episodes a week here and there when I can. And this is one of those weeks when we can. So we have episode 67. I think that's how high we are. That's pretty good. Uh, with Nate from Street Wave. Street Wave is a podcast here based, well, it's based here in Kansas City. But, uh, and it's turning into like an umbrella of podcasts. Nate's kind of started a podcast network. So go follow him on uh, social media. Go follow his podcast, Street Wave, and it's W-A-V-V-E. There's two V's in it. Uh, go follow him, check him out, uh, and enjoy this episode and get to know him. Uh, he's a really cool dude. I really liked uh, having this conversation. I want to stay in touch with him. And, um, ah, what was I going to say? There's a problem with doing these live intros like this where I don't edit. Uh, what was I going to say about Nate doing cool things? Oh, yeah, he's just, he's just a dude that knows what's up. Got his finger on the pulse. So uh, get educated here. Get your finger on the pulse with Nate Streetwave meets Neanderthal Podcast. Welcome to the Inner Talk Podcast. We'll know topic is off limits. Now here's your host, my daddy, and Roida Soul. Thank you for coming to the Inner po- Podcast. Boom Talk Boom. It's crazy, man, because like, this is the first time for me being on a podcast. I'm not going to lie. This is the first time as a guest on someone's? Yeah. I've I have been so my lady was telling me that like she was like uh this is your first time being a guest like I've I've put so much energy and put like interviewing people man I just never think about myself nice so Uh, I appreciate this yeah I appreciate you coming on man this is this is real this is like I love I love getting other podcasters on here because they're the best people because they know how to podcast (laughs) you know what I mean a lot of people um well let's let's kind of introduce who you are real quick to everybody you're okay. nate from street wave yeah, yeah, yeah. uh you want to kind of tell people what street wave's you know, about yeah what you do what street wave is like yeah so why, like why do i have you here <laughs> right right <laughs> um well on like a, a paying job i work at the kansas city art institute uh i run the the cafe there for the students and then now what i do for podcasting is um, I run Street Wave, which is a very um, specific about culture, about the community, about the creativity, the character that just uh, makes the city come alive. And that's through creatives, whether it's in food, whether they paint, whatever. Um, yeah, it's uh, all that huge community. I mean, like, you could probably wash windows, but you do it in a crazy way or, like, you're passionate about right. it. And I feel like I could get that story out to somebody that can relate it's on, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just found I I just stum- I don't even know how I stumbled upon your podcast. Hmm. How would mm-hmm. I have? Um, hmm, I wonder how. I think it was on YouTube. I think because you oh. don't you do YouTube some YouTube yeah, stuff. Yeah, we like sometimes you do like a mobile like mobile right. I yeah. think I saw like a mobile podcast like you were at some. Uh, I don't know. There was like a public event like there was table like it was at a restaurant or something or there was a show or something. I don't know. 
Um, well, we we do like the sit downs, so um, I mean, yeah, we haven't done one for a while. Maybe it was um, a mobile one I saw. The the mobile one? It was a mobile one. Damn, I haven't been on the YouTube page. I'm gonna be honest <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> right I haven't on. been on there. Um, just because, um, we're trying to figure out videoing, and when I took on the podcasting, I wanted to really just wait. Um, until I was really secure with myself and with my voice and who I am before I get in front of a camera. Yeah. Um, just to have that confidence and have no doubt about what I'm doing. Um, repetition, okay. you know, yeah. that's why like this week I did like three podcasts cause I'm just like, I'm honing in on shit, man. Like it's either now or never. It's my mentality. How long have you been podcasting? Um, shoot, man. So March of last year is when we started. Okay. So we've we've reached the year. We're about in a half, I okay. think. Mark, year and a half. Okay. Yeah, March of last year. Yeah, I don't know. How many episodes you got? So you got uh, like an umbrella. You were saying earlier that yeah, like yeah. An umbrella of so, podcasts. Yeah. So we do the short series, which is like our weekly ones, mm-hmm. um, which is like ranging from like twenty to forty-five minutes now, um, and that's out and about. Uh, we immerse ourselves in the artist's realm, so we want to make them feel comfortable. And one thing I really studied before I started podcasting was like, how do you create a vibe without even knowing someone? Like right now, man, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, There's yeah. a vibe. It's great. Right. Um, that's the challenge that I wanted because I knew I was going to be sitting in people's rooms, coffee shops with people that I don't really know. Right. But I'm trying to get to know it <clears throat> as fast as I can in the moment, just like now, <laughs> um, which is cool. Um, you know, and just like progressing from there. Um, so that's short series. Um, then we have our street wave, which is once a month. We might go to two a month. I don't know yet. Um, we have a lot of those. In How the many world. hosts do you have? Um, so Dom Chronicles is my co-host. Um, we chop it up all the time. Great member. Um, he's a local hip hop writer, a writer, producer, and performer. Um, he's great. Nice. Um, so I'm very, 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 um, you know, uh, what's the word? Um, just a pleasure to be around him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, cool. It's a, it's a good time. But, and then we have, she says, which is the women's podcast, which I started in December of last year. I was the panel leader for three episodes and then I left and now it's four women that are very passionate about what they're doing. So they did a live podcast in July in front of an audience, which was cool. Um, yeah, it's, uh, and then we're going to add like maybe another show or two this fall. You love podcasting, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, oh. you said you study. You want you were studying podcasts before no, you start. No, 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 okay. no. Uh, man, so <laughs> crazy enough, I went to Manhattan Christian College, Manhattan, Kansas. Woo. Okay. Um, went and in, got into the church thing, worship leading, um, sang guitar, all that stuff, um, and then I just found out that you know it's not really profitable unless you have a full time job with the church, which at the time was very difficult. So I started working at Toyota. <laughs> Okay. Um, selling cars or what? Yeah. Okay. No, not selling cars. Sorry. That was a, that was actually a challenge for me. I became like a, I was on the phone for a while. Just got my foot in the door. That's what I call it. And then I became a porter, which was like. Oh, that'd be fun. Which was like a mechanic's sidekick. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. That was dope. Uh, I drove all kinds of cars for days. And then I was a retail um, car manager, like through the Toyota dealership. Okay. Yeah, man. And then <laughs> podcasting man just came about. Um, I started a blog and I was like, man, I want to make a bigger impact. And I started watching YouTube, like video 
podcasting and I was like, shit, I'm, I'm really intrigued by this. I think I can do this. I think I can do this. And then we just went for one and it just started the ball, man. What, uh, <clears throat> what kind of videos were you watching to kind of inspire you to start it? Like, um, was there any, like, are there any podcasts yeah, yeah, or podcasters uh, that you were like, the get, dra- that you drama? Dra- um, he was Rob Diedrich's like homie on the show. I don't know if you ever saw it on MTV, but um, drama has a a podcast okay. where it's just like two chairs, mics, very comfortable against a wall, and then his shows in neon. And I watched a few, and then I went to. I'm not gonna get this guy's name right, um, but he works for like Apple Beats. He's an English dude with narrow glasses, kind of uh, bald. Okay. Um, he also like just interviews all these huge people. And so he did an interview with um, Kendrick Lamar and it was like an hour and a half and it was unreal. And I was just like blown away. I was like, I think I want to do this. So you just, were you just Googling podcasts and whatever ones came up or were you like, no, man. like really enough? Like <laughs> how I got onto anchor was like another guy that wasn't podcasting, but like he just came across it and was like, I think you should check this out and got a ball rolling in that. And it was really, man, it was, it was the timing of everything. It just made sense, and I just went with it. I mean, as as man, like every interview, I get nervous and you know a little, a little scared. But really, yeah, I still do. But it's something that I'm like, all right, this is something I'm still like should be pursuing. What are your goals? Like long, long, like. Do you have like I'm sure you have some goals in mind on what you want to achieve with podcasting, huh? Yeah, you, you take know. this shit real serious, huh? <laughs> I do. Nice. I do. That's awesome. I, I, yeah. That's so. That's awesome to find. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah. It's for me because I obviously I take it fairly seriously. I, I could <laughs> do. I could do a lot. I could do a lot. I, I kick myself in the ass for not doing more. And you know what? What's crazy, man, is that I can relate that to 100. percent There's like so we didn't do a live event this month and i'm okay with it i had this feeling that someone was like dude just almost like a a touch on the shoulder being like man you ain't don't don't even trip on this like you don't need to do another one because july was like i put that show 100 percent of my effort in it and it came out beautiful but when i came back from chicago i was like man i'm fucking tired tired so I just needed to get around the homies again and get this energy pumping and then apply what I learned from Chicago even more and then just get ready for the fall. So I'm not going to trip about doing anything huge this month. I'm just going to stay consistent. Yeah. yeah. Stay focused on the podcast. Yeah. Cause we, we ended, so there's another podcast, um, onward and upward and that's about the new city development and like new retail, new, all this new shit that's going on in Kansas city. Right. My homie Blake comes in and talks about it cause he knows about, he knows about Kansas city. Like, the back of his hand like i don't know anyone you could name a place and be like this address oh he just oh, nice. tell you right off the get cool so having him getting passionate about it we just did the season ending yesterday so that was 12 episodes his first time doing podcasting <clears throat> really challenged him but season two i even i even put out more challenges i was like yo you're booking five episodes and this is what you got to do and like i'm just letting you know like season two is not going to be easy now Cause now we got to like start getting guests on the show doing this and that, and I'm going to challenge him. But again, I'm going to lighten up on my energy this time. I put a lot out. What is, uh, what's your, what's your style of podcast? Like, what do you, what kind of guests are you guys usually looking for and having on? Um, that's a good question. 
um, usually it's in the moment. Like if I meet someone and I'm like, I'm, I'm, this is a really good vibe. We're communicating great, Mm -hmm. great stories, um, passionate about what they're doing. It's a link. Mm -hmm. Um, there's also been like messages through Instagram being like, Hey, go check out this person and see. And Mm -hmm. usually I pursue that because that's like just a door opening for me. Like either now or never, let's go. Um, so that's even doing, we've done a few over the phone, which is cool. Um, that was different. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I've done a couple on like Google Hangouts, which is like Skype. Right. And that works out. That works out pretty good. I need to. It's not. I mean, it's better than the phone. I couldn't do a phone one. I don't, you know, I prefer, obviously, this is right, this is the best right here. Mm. Right across, one-on-one in a nice environment like this is perfect, but. Oh, yeah, I walked in here and I was like, cool. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, the Skype, the Skype way is kind of cool, too. But, so, you guys have, you've done some on the phone, though. Yeah, Um. so we, we've released now, th- no, three now, yeah. Um. I did a few in the early seasons, so we're in season four of the short series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Episode five comes out this Friday, or you know this next Friday, um, the sixteenth or the seventeenth, no, the sixteenth. This Friday. Anyway, Whatever. yeah. Friday. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So um, it'll be out by this time this is posted. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we just. What was I getting to? Um, the host and or oh. no, about the podcast. Uh, what where you see, uh, like your goals and stuff for the podcasts? Oh, oh yeah, I know. Um. I hope, I, I just hope it's like a, everyone's like, oh, street wave. Yeah, I know what that is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like uh, a friend of mine that I interviewed in December really challenged me on like, what what's the impression you want to leave the city? If you were to like, you know, a hundred years down the way, you know, you're not existing anymore. What's something that you'd want people to be, you know, they'd be like, oh yeah, street wave, you know? And um, that's been really a, a challenge for me. And I really just hope, you know, um, consistent, um, admirable, um, strong community, you mm-hmm. know, um, that's all the things that we just really strive for. Are you, you're born and raised Kansas city? No, now, actually not. Um, so Fort Myers, Florida lived there till I was like nine. Okay. I moved to Fort Scott, Kansas, which this has nothing to do with military shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, everyone just, they're like, Oh yeah, you're in the military. Um, it's, and then I, I was on at the high school there, um, went to college, junior college, and then went to Manhattan, and mm-hmm. then I came to Kansas City. But I've been here long enough, and I know so many people now that this is my home. Right. So when people are like, where are you from? I'm like, Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. Not Kansas City, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Just Sorry, why not? Right? Just because um, my brother most recently was like challenging me on that. He's like, you're not from Kansas City. I was like, bro. Do you think I'm going to tell everyone my long ass story right. and explain this shit? Uh-huh. Even when you're overseas, people are like, where are you from? You don't go the, down that route at all. You just, well, here's a guess. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I got a similar, I'm not from around here. I got a similar thing bounced around to a bunch of places. And it's just like, yeah, Kansas City is home. Yeah. How, long, how long have you been here? <sighs> That's a hard one to answer. I graduated from Leavenworth, Kansas in 98. I was a military type thing. Were you? And then moved to Kansas City around that, you know, right after high school. And then moved, stayed ma- mostly here, like in the area. I lived in Wyandotte for a while. And then uh, 
Hey, I'm not hating on wine. Yeah, I love wine. Best food and the best people. I love wine. Oh yeah, for especially sure. old. This is old school wine. Before it got all bougie. <laughs> this was before the racetrack was out there, man. Woo. Uh, uh, but yeah, then I moved to Michigan, back to Michigan for a few years, and then back here. But I've I've spent more of my life here than anywhere else. It's home. Like I love Kansas City, and it's and I got kids now, and I'm raising them to be just straight up Kansas City took them to first fridays last last friday you know and then a couple months i took them to another first fridays and you know, i take them down just all over downtown all the time they love going downtown river market yeah like all that stuff yeah. like raising them to just yeah love kansas city yeah kansas uh, city's great yeah the crossroads is like one of my favorite spots yeah me too um and then like blip coffee that's on like God, everybody keeps truce. telling me about that i gotta check that out yeah it's what i love about it it's like they have busy times but man it's just like it's still on the DL. It seems you know, like it's not packed out like Messenger, like which I love them too. I love but, Messenger, but yeah, uh, you got to go at the right times. Because I I look in the window, I'm like a line, nope, ain't mm-hmm. gonna happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you got to go early, but that's when it's nice too, especially in the summertime. It's nice to get that rooftop when it's nice and oh yeah, oh yeah, not hot yet. And their cold brews fire. Like, I haven't had. I've never had cold brew. And I'm a big I'm a big coffee drinker, but I'm just. Hey, me too. I like ice. I'll have iced coffee, but I've never yeah. had. I still haven't had cold brew. I they're look a can. at it. I know they're in a can, and they're yeah. like, I don't know. I just they always seem expensive. And I'm like, <laughs> no, they are. They're like. I'm like five, I just I was like I like five. regular coffee. How I like regular hot coffee. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. And so I just always I'm like I don't know. I try the hot coffee. I mean, I'm an avid drinker. I mean, because I run the cafe at the Art Institute, right? So, make an americano every morning. Um, but we get back to that job in like a couple of weeks, but right now I'm just trying to stay busy. Yeah. But my goals, man, like back to that though, a little bit is like for myself, I would love to like start understanding like funds and like grants and like sponsorships and like, that's where my weakness is. Um, but we're joining up with some really great people this fall to like start figuring that out. Um, I would love to get out of what I'm doing at the art Institute. Like, I don't give a fuck who is listening to this shit but like i know for a fact that that's not my life and i made that very 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 um obvious and very straightforward to the new director of mine (laughs) i was like i'm just letting you know i've got one foot in one foot out right now like what i'm doing is much bigger than what i'm doing here and he Mm -hmm. just looked at me and like yeah i'm just telling you real shit man like and that's also like where the podcast come in it's like has really taught me to to be um, you know, a better, um, communicator, a better speaker, mm-hmm. also at the same time, a better leader. And that shit, I do not take lightly, you know, that's a big responsibility these days, but the goals, man. Yeah. Um, I want to figure that out the sooner, the better, but I think it's all in the timing. I'm not going to trip about it or anything. I'm going to stay focused. Nice. Yeah. Now what's the point of like this umbrella of like, how does this work out that you have? like all these podcasts linked together. Like what does that exactly mean? Like you guys just are like a, like some friends that all have your own podcast and you hang out and brainstorm together or uh, like what, what exactly does that entail? No, that's a great question. Um, that's crazy that you say that. Cause we just met, I just met up with my shows, um, the last week, um, individually, I was going to get them all together and be like, all right, brainstorming all together, massive. And I was like, I don't think it's a good idea. I'm more personal one-on-one on, so I got what she says. We sat down at the Crossroads Hotel, which I love that spot. Um, very chill. Um, I haven't been there yet. Oh, 
It's fantastic, right. man. It's so great. The bar area is great, and then um, the rooftop is beautiful as well. The drinks are really expensive, so be prepared for that. And I'm not bitching about that, but like, right. it will wipe your wallet like okay. real quick. But because they're really bougie, man, like boozy, like they're about this much. Bougie man. booze, bougie booze, one hundred percent. I'm sure it is. Yo, I'll yeah. take some bougie booze. <laughs> take some of that. Maybe um, we can, uh, maybe we can get them to sponsor our show, right? And yeah. like, we're not asking. I'm not look. I'm not asking for much. Uh, Crossroads Hotel, just uh, you know, flip my bill every now and then. <laughs> yeah, let me stay in your yeah. hotel. I'll please. pimp it on I the podcast <laughs> all the time. Like, we'll, yeah. let's work, well, we can work something out. <laughs> you too. You can, move we'll get on this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. It's. Um, it's a really great place to just go like have a great, um, chill time mm -hmm. and you don't see everybody. Like if I go to messenger, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna see five or six people that are going to bother me. So I'm trying to find a place to hide so I can just meditate. What I mean by meditating is also like just working through my brain process and my flow for the next show or whatever I'm working on next. It's just for me to like get away and mm -hmm. finally get some silence in my life. Um, so yeah, I met with she says we, we just talked about the new season and they're, they have all these huge things and I'm really excited for them. And then yesterday I sat down with Blake from onward and upward. And like I said, we chopped it up about season two and what we were going to apply. Um, and then like for Dom and I, we meet um, twice or three times a week just to keep that connection alive. But working with him is, here's another word, honor is an honor to work with him just because um, I haven't, I didn't know we were going to work so well together and not that I doubted it, but like he's a, he's busy as hell producing making beats yeah um having people over to like put in onto new tracks and whatever and like working on his new album and so i allow him to get I, I give him space i'm like dude you're just doing this i'm gonna stay admin on that and then when we come together it's it's a beautiful picture man because it's like we haven't it doesn't seem there's any distance between us because we pick up after each oh, other yeah. real quick that's awesome and finding that was incredible so I don't know. I don't trip too much on that. I just know like when we meet up, it's like, yeah, we're just going to work on mm -hmm. this and get ready for the new seasons and whatnot. Um, we're changing some logos over, working on some new things, obviously, because it's the day and age of that, um, of, uh, you know, evolving, morphing, um, changing into um, a, a better picture as, as it progresses. Do you guys have like a shared studio or like how are you guys doing your recording? Like so crazy. Um, at the cafe that I run at the Art Institute, uh, we record on the weekends and I have, she says, we set up in there um, and then we, we record in there, um, which is nice because I tell the security to like block off the area and oh, like nice. don't allow people in. And so we have that just for that time, which is a, a blessing. Um, and then, yeah, we just record from there. Um yeah, and then for everything else, man, we're on the move. We're out and about. Like we'll we'll just pull, meet up with anybody yeah. wherever. We'll pull up, we'll be like, Well, we offer places and like for instance, like let's meet up at a coffee shop. To have that ambiance with the podcasting, people really enjoy to be like, you know, it's real. You know that you're out there. Yeah, yeah. Um street I've wave, thought you know? about doing that. I've gone mobile once for I think I did six episodes at a convention center. Okay. Where? Uh-huh. No, I said word. Yeah, no. I yeah. Um, yeah, so I've thought about that. People like the ambiance. Yeah, man. Yeah? Yeah, it's uh, it's that realism. It's that yeah. vulnerability. It's um, you're there. Mm -hmm. And um, we used to, I used to just use my phone, man, and I'd use that Anchor app to record through. Really? But 
um, about a month and a half ago, we got lapels. So that's changed on another game, mm-hmm. which has been nice, especially for me, like being in Chicago, when I met up with people, I connected through Instagram and podcasted up there. And then the homies I met up there, they live in Dallas. We did a couple of phone interviews through them. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that's what it's all about, man, is just meeting as many people as you can. Going to that complex con just real quick was like a very like hype thing. So everyone's there for like sneakers, clothes and stuff. And I'm just there to like soak in the vibe, go to panels, check out discussions and then meet people. The best, best um, linking going on there, man. Because that's like where the creative hub is. This You have like these complex huge, con. Yeah, complex con. I never knew about it until I saw your Instagram yeah. stuff on it. Yeah. Well, I, I missed one. So I went to one last November. That was my first one. How often long. are they? Um, well, they were one a year, but now they're going to do two a year. Okay. They're going to do, they do original one in Long Beach. And then they're now they're going to start doing one in Chicago, which I was just at the one in mm-hmm. Chicago for the first time just to see how it was. You know, see the difference between that and Long Beach. And it was interesting. Uh, Chicago is incredible. Um, I think next year is going to be bigger there. You mm-hmm. know, for the first one, it was just kind of like, here's what we are. What did you guys do? What exactly is it? So, like, what it, kind of what kind of convention? Just yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a very culture cultural like related into like sneakers, the hype realm. I'm talking from like Supreme um, to it's, like, okay. but like, they're Supreme's not there. Just like I'm just saying, people are wearing Mad Supreme there because it's like part of the culture of streetwear. It's all streetwear, pretty okay, much. Okay, I gotcha. But then you have like. You have independent um, boutiques that show up and they create this culture of like they have like the Hennessy experience where like Hennessy sets up with another artist and they talk about things or they do um, events. And like then they have like a stage for like where I saw like Schoolboy Q perform and oh, huge, nice. huge performers. I'd like come. to see him. Yeah. It was interesting. It was really interesting because I think he wanted the crowd to be crazy, but we were all wearing like very expensive sneakers and we were going <laughs> to fuck that shit up. And he was just like, what's going on? Wow. And, but funny. I respected it and like it was cool to like, he's been on my list for a while. So to see him in like a small setting, I was like, that's fire. <laughs> I'm lucky to be here. But Complex Con is like, it's for anyone that's into like the culture of like any hype things. Like, do you understand what I mean? Like yeah. by hype, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's just a big community, man. So they they decided to test the Midwest and do one in Chicago. They are located in New York, and then they do that one in L.A., which L.A. is like pumping, full yeah. of all kinds of things. In fact, they say the next one in a couple months is going to be a damn movie. Like it's going to be out of control. Um, but that's the vibe I love. You have to go in there, like you own the fucking place, though. You have to do that. You have to like. And do what? Shit. Like, what were you doing? Like, what was that? What, what was your first day at Complex <laughs> at the one in Chicago? What was that like? What did you do? Well, the like, one the one in Chicago was, I was ready for that. The first one in November of uh-huh. last year, I was, like, nervous. In fact, I left my phone in the Uber car getting out of oh, the bitch. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I had to, like, run up on a guy and just ask him kindly if I could use his phone to call and made that happen and got my phone, got back in line. But for the first time, I didn't feel alone in a line. Like, if I was... I don't know, going to watch a movie by myself. No one really talks in line to buy the ticket. You know what I mean? Everyone's like to themselves. But there, everyone else is so friendly on like complimenting you on what you're wearing or like where you're from and why you're why are you here? What mm-hmm. sneakers are you picking up? What drops are you gonna get? Who who do There's you want to meet? There's a whole world, a whole sneaker world, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I know there is. I'm just yeah. not. In, I wish I was in it. I just, yeah. 
I don't know. I never. I mean, I had the bug for a minute. Like I said, um, when when the pumps first came out, before right. there was a Reebok pump, and when those <laughs> first came out, man, dude, That's you want to talk about hype? That's you insane. do not know the hype of of elementary school and middle school that time in history, sneaker history. Oh yeah. I mean, that was just the biggest thing. If you had the pumps, you, every I had the pumps. I was like one of the first ones in school to have the pumps. And it was weird. Kids would come up to you, and they'd get on their knees and pump them for you. It was insane. It was just like, it was, you, it was all, you, you know, you felt just like everybody would come up. Oh, can I check them out? And they just, everyone <laughs> wanted to pump them. And everyone just like, you'd, you'd be waiting in line, and then people would be walking the other line, going the, the other way, and you could just be like, oh, he West have got them pumps. Yeah. I mean, that's the same thing. That is the same mentality on, like, you know, from Kanye West's Yeezy shoes to yeah. the Off-Whites, Virgil Abloh that owns the Off-White company, you know? And it's like all these people that have done collaborations with modern sneakers and have, I mean, the resale of these shoes are out of control. I mean, that's what it is, and that's where the money's at. I mean, at the one in November, they had... The Nikki SB Diamonds, um, they're reselling right out the get-go for like 1300 or more, depending on the size. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And that was at ComplexCon, and people were fighting over that. Now, who's I mean, making these? Like, I mean, are that's these Nike. like... That's I Nike, know that's yeah. Nike, but it's, that's not like a sweatshop shoe, right? No, like a, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, who's... No, like, no, is no, this no, like no, 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 no. A certain I mean, I designer don't think so. that's like, yeah. playing... Ni- the, like, how yeah, much? Nikki Diamond owns Diamond Co., which is like a streetwear skater brand. Okay. So he came Dude, out look, with... Dude, look at me. I don't know shit about style. <laughs> no, it's I, 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 Can I hire you to just dress me one night? Like, make me look cool? Maybe. It's we like, talk about rates. Like <laughs> I don't. I mean, I my my game is just t-shirt and whatever. Yeah. No. I, I feel know. that. No. It's, and that's that's uh, that's what differentiates me from. A lot of people, my, you know, a lot shit. of people have that. I just, yeah. I wish I had it. I wish yeah. I knew how to look. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's not cool. just about. It's just not about like looking cool for me. It's about the story. It's about why did they create this brand? What does this brand even mean? Mm-hmm. Um, what materials are they using? Is it 100% cotton? Is it 50, 50, you know, whatever I dive into that realm. It's not always, I'm not a first dimensional kid anymore. Like that's when I started with streetwear was like, I was like, Whoa, Supreme, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I hardly wear that shit. And now like I wear brands that what do you wear? have a story bounty. Well, this is, this is a collaboration with wasted youth, which is from Verdi, which uh, who I met at complex con, which was an absolute honor to meet and just tell him like, Hey man, I really appreciate what you do building a community mm-hmm. through apparel in Japan. And I had a hype beast magazine and he was with his homie Pablo and like they were taking away that I had the magazine on me and I was like, will you please sign this? And he drew, he drew his character on there and signed it. And I was like, this is, mo-. and I look at it every day since now Dope. and I just go, that's cool. man. This is great, man. Like, that's cool. That's what he means to me. And so to like, cool. I was looking for him the second day. Cause that's all on the first day. I was like, all right, bet I'm going to see him again. And then I was like, worried that I wasn't going to see him. And then lo and behold, man, um, ran into him. But that's what, that's what that community means to me is like Supreme people are like, Oh yeah, this and that. And it's like, bro, I've seen in other countries, this creates a community. People line up like days before to get an object from here and they're all homies. What is it about it that brings these people together? Like, how is he, how is he making a community out of his clothing? Like, how does anybody make it's it's the brand. It's also the story behind Supreme, which, you know, which, it, yeah. which was like skateboarding, and then it got into streetwear, 
Okay. And then it like and then it blew it, up. So a lot of this is like kind of like like apparel or companies that get into like niche product or like yeah. niche areas yeah. and then just kind of yeah. they're like the pinnacle in that right. niche. And then, and, and then everything sells out. There, uh, there's yeah, not yeah, a lot yeah. of things that are actually available. Literally, I'm saying, man, like in a point seven seconds, and I mean a, a stock of a hoodie can disappear. That's how. And it's not just maybe it is for wear, but it's also for resale. People do that in the modern day too, man. It's like with vintage as well, but even like newer stuff like Supreme and all that stuff, it, the resale was big depending on the, what object you have. What garment do you have? Do you That's have the funny. hoodie? It's crazy, man. That's but all funny. of a sudden, That's I, so I, strange. Yeah, it's just I, a weird commodity to trade in. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> you can go. I mean, what's crazy is that like, Thinking about trading is like you could go to ComplexCon and like probably trade shoes with people if it's like if it's that good. I mean, it's it's people's identity. And I love. I look. I I've I've always I like crazy shoes. I've always been. A sh- I just I've never been to that level because I've just never. I guess I've never really had the money where I'm like I'm gonna drop this much. You know, as an adult, I'm like. Yeah. I spend my money on other stuff. I save up. I save up. Yeah, I, <laughs> I save. Up. I save up on other things. Like I'm, I'm a bow yeah. hunter. Okay, it's pretty expensive, especially at first. So, like I say, I put my money in other other things. What's the biggest thing you've bow hunted? Uh, deer. Yeah. Hmm. I was hoping for something. Like Sorry, I want. I have dreams of. I'd like to get an elk. I'd love yeah. to get a bear. Whoa! I'd love to get a bear with a bow. Oh, that'd be great. Would you put him in here? Oh, yeah. Just like? 100%. I'd probably, it depends on how big he was. <laughs> I'd at least have a rug. I'd turn him into a rug. No doubt. No doubt. I want a zebra rug. <laughs> you yeah. could probably go to Texas and make that happen. They got zebras <laughs> down there. What's crazy is that I've spent a lot of time in South Africa. Um, oh, and wow. Like being in like the safari there, the bush, and seeing like those hides on the side for sale and like the real shit. Um, I've been wanting to like go back over there to get one, not just to get one, but like Cape Town was like one of my favorite cities of all time. I've heard cool things about Cape Town. What Bro, brought you to? Why incredible. did you go to South Africa? How coffee you, for coffee? Coffee. You're big time in the coffee game, huh? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So coffee, everyone sees it as like a beverage, but I see it as a journey. Like I'm fascinated take, by coffee. It's taken Absolutely me all over the world. Absolutely fascinated by it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's been a. That's where I'm like at the cafe and I'm, I've been, I think 12 years in the game now and I'm ready to like really just take a break. I mean, I love drinking coffee. Like we said, mm-hmm. I don't like making coffee for certain people, the homies, whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's just where it stopped. But Cape town, man, the culture there is insane. It's insane. And everyone lives on this like really chill vibe. No one's really in a hurry to do anything, which yeah. can get annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for, for us. an American, yes. right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we're like, not time, go, schedule, yeah. no, no, you know? And um, they're just like, man, tomorrow. I'm just like, no, we need to do this today. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that, I thought you, yeah, that would drive yeah. me nuts. Yeah, they're just very, um, yeah, they're just um, chill the fuck out. Why? Because it's just so perfect there? Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, when you go there, you see it, you're just like, this is why Hollywood shoots all throughout South Africa, mm-hmm. specifically, because you go to Durban, that's like tropical area. Johannesburg's really dry. Oh, yeah, heat. like pirates and stuff. The pirates yeah. movies and stuff are filmed, aren't they? Right. Which is crazy, because we were driving, 
like in this is kind of almost like a meadow just out in the field. And then all of a sudden you see these pirate ships yeah. just like peeking over like corn stalks. Almost. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and yeah, that's, they shoot right that they shoot that right outside of Cape town. actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's things going on like all the time. Commercials being shot there, um, at the shop, um, that I was working at, we, they were shooting a new series for BBC and, um, Daniel Ratcliffe was like, there and we met like the producers came into the shop and directors and Daniel Ratcliffe that's a guy that's not Harry Potter I think it is Harry Potter is oh it is <laughs> I don't know I don't want to oh, use his name right I don't want to be like Harry of, uh, showed I'm, up to the shop I'm thinking of the other nerdy kid then oh, what's the other one that was in uh oh that Quentin Tarantino thing with the eh, whatever I'm having I'm a major trying, brain fart I'm trying to f- so, no no Sin, Sins, Sin, Sin City that wasn't Quentin Tarantino, but he was in Sin City. I'm thinking of the Sin City nerd kid. He got, he was like the psycho murderer. He got tied to the tree and chained. I, whatever. I don't. Isn't know. Isn't that uh, Frodo? Yes, yes. You know who I was talking about. I thought it was like <laughs> just yes, no. I'm yes, with Frodo. You. I'm with you. Who's Frodo? What's that? What's that dude's name? Um, that's who. I, that's not Daniel Ratcliffe. No. Okay. That's Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Yeah. Elijah something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not much of a. <laughs> I'm really surprised I got that right because it's like Lord of the Rings isn't like the top of my list. Wow. Look at that. But I do know my fucking movies. I watch. I don't go to theaters anymore, really, but I watch a shit ton of movies, man. Mm -hmm. All the time. Um, Just because it's something that easy conversation, something to know. That's why I also like. That's a good idea. I don't watch many movies. It's just like, it's another like. Oh shit! You've seen that? Oh yeah, something that, that, yeah, that can relate some, to almost yep. everybody with one hundred percent, except for me. Same with books. I mean, I don't. I love a good book. Back. I don't fucking read books like all the time, but I'm reading um, Bobby Hundred's new book, which Hundreds is like a a brand also. Oh, okay. Um, I have it in my bag. Um, with me, I don't know why, but right. <laughs> you just never know. You never know when you're gonna be in the situation when you, you might a need book. a book. Um, but anyway. Uh, that book's really good. So, and I read before that, um, shit, man. I read Logic's new book, which is like a novel. He's got a book, huh? Yeah. It's just about which, his life or what? No. Um, it's like a, uh, non fiction. Er, yeah, not fiction. Yeah. It's fiction. Yeah. Really? Um, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's like, That's it's cool. a Quentin, it, dude, you might like it cause it's Quentin Tarantino, um, inspired. Right. You can just read Bobby Tarantino, right? Off, right. Yeah. right. Right off the get-go, you can just you get that vibe mm-hmm. where he's getting this okay. from. Okay, um, and then I'll some other influences. Then I read Gucci Mane's autobiography, which was good. That was great. Filled in the spaces, <laughs> um, and then the the subtitle art of not giving a fuck or whatever. Oh yeah, I've heard of that one. That was a good. <clears throat> one. Uh, well, yeah, back we kind of yeah. skipped over kind of the guests you look for and are and yes. having like what. What yes. kind of guests are you guys? Do you guys focus on, or, or, we, we or is really, there a focus? We don't really like, focus on. Um, you know, it's crazy because like people think like by numbers, like by followers, we're just gonna choose based on that. Like you need to have this much. I remember sitting down. With as far an, as what? Like for instance, uh, there was an artist that I that I interviewed that was surprised that I got back to them so quickly and that I wanted them on the show, just because I kind of felt like maybe you know. Um, they had less followers than usual or something. Hmm. And we just, 
we don't look at that at all. That's mm-hmm. where I'm getting to. We don't. I don't give a fuck about that. Um, what I do give a fuck about is if we're talking, and um, I feel like, like I said, there's like this connection, or like mm-hmm. this is a good story, and I feel like people can relate. Um, usually on the spot, we make it happen. We plan really quick on there. Like I'll be like, all right, what day will work for you? Blah blah. blah. Like if we don't follow each other on Instagram, um, we'll we'll make it happen. We'll follow each other and then connect through there and then meet up and uh, make it happen as fast. As, like I'm very adamant about that. I don't try to put people off on that. Like we all have different things going on. Right. And like um, I move quick on that. But yeah, I mean the guest. They range from different people, man. Like, I I couldn't tell you, like, a specific that we look for. It's just this gut feeling that either myself, Dom, or someone that's very close to us have that think that it'll be a good podcast to have, or a good idea to have them on. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me give it a try. Let me check them out. Let me follow them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Do a little, you know, uh, background check, I guess, if you want on them to see yeah. what they're really about. For sure. Before I pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, that's just how we, how we book, but it, it is game momentum, man. It is, it has been like, all of a sudden it's been like this and then that and just, just lines up all great for us, man. Yeah. Very privileged in that. Definitely. How are you promoting your pod, the podcasts and getting them out there? Like, are you promoting them? Like, like, yeah. Other than Instagram, like, what do you like? How do you put your shit out there? Well, I mean, I'm guilty for this of not really updating our website right now, mm-hmm. but that'll get under control here shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be, um, you know, fixed and everything. So I'm not tripping on that. Um, man, really just word of mouth, the streets, Yeah, the streets and people, the more people I meet that don't know what I'm about, I'm like, cool. This is my time <laughs> to tell them. Right. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, so yeah, man, just, um, they're just always just, running into people that's like, oh, yeah, you don't know this guy? This guy runs Street Wave. Oh, yeah, cool. Like, oh, well, this is what I do. Cool. Like, um, what else do you do? Well, what's your, you know, like, we mm-hmm. get into conversation. Yeah. Like, next episode. Blah, like, yeah. that's just, but that's just, the I call it the magic. Mm. <laughs> Not in a weird way, but just in, like, a positive way. Like, it's magic, man. Like, it's really buzzing. Like, yeah. Like, we're doing something. That's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And you said you you got shows out, so you book. Do you have like a certain day you guys will do your podcast? Like me, I always, I try to do mine on Sundays. Mm. Do you do it like whenever? Huh? Um, yeah, I try to stay away from Mondays. When I say that, I have one actually right. on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really try to because that's mm-hmm. like really a resting day for me, um, just to get organized for the week. And that's also sure. when I mix all the podcasts that are coming out. Yeah. Um. We have three coming up this week, so it's like I got to get those all in line and everything, but I'm not really worried about it. I'm down. You know this. Um, well, for me anyways, it's like uh, I'm the only person that edits. No one else does it. So I I can just fly through there. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I already have like the intro and outro tunes already for the podcast mm-hmm. and for the new season, so those are labeled, and I just add them. And I use GarageBand. Yeah, GarageBand is good. <laughs> I don't have. They're like, what? People are like, what kind of mics and program and this and that. And I'm like, and I try to stay down to the bare minimum. <laughs> I'm not trying to like. When that money comes, when I've worked hard enough to be where I am, mm-hmm. those things will be 
you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Viable. Yeah, I know what you mean. I always there's so many things I'd like to improve. I like to get better mics, better. Yeah, just there's always little things you want to just improve upon. Like those sure mics that are like four hundred. Yeah, those are the exact ones I was thinking of. Yep, along with the mic stands. Yep, I'm right there. Um, every time I went to garage or garage, um, guitar center. Every time I went to guitar center to Mm -hmm. pick up or to uh, when I was running equipment for our live podcasting, I just wander in there because it that's where you check out all the rental equipments, like all the mics behind you. I'm just like whoa just staring at them like trying them out put on the headphones and talking through each one and yeah man just uh manifesting mm-hmm. being like someday i'm just not ready right now oh well, like i'm i don't mean like i'm not ready right now but like it will happen like i'm not gonna trip about it everyone everyone's like put i'm not putting pressure on me or anything but like i feel like people are like trying to rush things right now i'm really just trying to stay as patient <laughs> and as it's hard, right? It is. It's so it hard. is. I, patience. I battle with patience like a motherfucker. Yeah. Um. This this podcasting have taught me a lot about patience. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Especially waiting on people that like show up a little late or you know um don't really communicate that shit and just like don't even show up and mm-hmm. then I put out my timer for twenty minutes and mm-hmm. if you don't show up I'm gone like. I don't have time for that shit anymore. Yeah. Have you guys had some pretty, have you had any bad experiences? No, 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 man. Um, if there is something that ends up happening and like, someone's like, I'm nervous. And like, I'm like, all right, is there another day you would like to book? Mm-hmm. I'm not tripping over it. Um, cause I go, well, cool. I've got, uh, another podcast that I can just put in that space yeah. and record yeah, and just move sure. things up around. Um, I'm very, very structured and um, planned and like everything is written down. Um, The only thing that's typed obviously is put on Instagram, but I keep everything in a notebook and like that's... I I do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I write write everything down. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I I have to. I do too, the same way. And my flow, like my setup for that and how I like write that out in a certain way and different words that I highlight and what I mean by this and like, yeah, man, like... It's something that I absolutely love. And then they can't be like the one, the books that are like this. They got to go like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's more raw and real and like oh, yeah. being like 100%. And like when I'm in that meditation mode of like writing down my flow, it's like I feel most connected organically to my questions and they're going to stick with me because I'm going to read over it. I'm writing it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's a method for me. For sure. Are you, oh, you come up with questions and stuff before yeah. your interviews and yeah. things? Yeah. Uh, that's oh, my, okay. my flow. is. That's what I mean by flow. I mean, I don't know what else to call it. F-L-O-W. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe not like a rap flow, but maybe. Um, I just write down like the artist's name, what they do, what we're going to talk about at the beginning, and then just like oh, okay. unravel okay. And my questions, but then my arrows, and then like there's highlighted shit. I mean, it looks crazy by the time I'm going to get done, but... I understand it. Do you have it with you when you're doing it? Yep. Oh, yeah? 100%. Yep. You didn't yep. bring one with you today. It's in my bag. Yeah. Did you <laughs> fill one out for me? No. No? No. Because this is my first time being a guest. Nice. Yeah. I really want What's it, it like? It's really great. Is it nice? Yeah, it's a nice. A little relaxing? <laughs> it is nice. No stress? No, not at all. And I feel <laughs> like... I feel like it's... Uh, it's 
It's a privilege. So I appreciate it, man. What kind of stress do you feel as a podcaster? Stress? Do you um, feel stress? Or man, that's why I smoke weed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be real, real, 100%, like, no lie, like, that is a plus for me. Like, indica, like, heavy ash strain, like, I need something to soothe me out. And at the same time, I don't anymore, and I was just talking this to a homie of mine, I don't rely on weed for anymore for my creative outlet. I've been able to differentiate that mm-hmm. and that that wasn't me at the beginning. I'm talking like there's times I remember probably th- four or five months in, I was like, man, I need to smoke to be creative. And I had that stuck in my mind. Yeah. And until like, I think just I stopped smoking before I do podcasts nice. like with people. Yeah. yeah. And like, they asked me like, is it okay if, if I smoke or if I come high? I'm like, dude, yeah. come as yourself. Rappers. Be you, you do you <laughs> man. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, it's, it's funny because, like, some people, I'm like, man, you know, some like people are like, like, yeah, I smoke, like, half my pen on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, cool, this will be a great conversation, mm-hmm. you know. And Sometimes they can get kind of out of wacky because, like, they'll be like, they'll go out to left field, sometimes, like, what we do, and come back, and they'll be like, what was the question again? Yeah, yeah. You got <laughs> to re- like, reel them back a little right, bit sometimes. Right, and I've that's where the patience has helped me, man. Yeah. And the breathing and the relaxing of, like, I'm not going to get bent on this because I have energy for this interview, but I do not have extra energy right now for the, Mm -hmm. to put out any more on that. And Mm -hmm. I really wanted to go towards the conversation. 100%. Hmm. It's different. It's different being a podcast, right? Is it everything you thought it would be? Is it as good as you Um, thought it'd be? You like, is it something you, you want to keep doing this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I definitely do. Do you think Um, you can do that in Kansas city? Like I'm, I'm, I'm wondering yeah, you how know. big and yeah. I see all these. There's there's a lot of podcasts in Kansas City. I haven't. I'm just surprised all the time all these new ones that I come across. Yeah, right. And then I look at some other ones that ha- that were here that are, that are here and gone that were pretty big ones. Yeah, so like I don't know. I just I don't see. I don't know. What, I wonder what the kind of some of the longer lasting ones are around here. I. I think it's been for me the reassurement by people I don't know and that I do know that come up to me and tell me and confirm and manifest to me and like speak over me if you you know that kind of thing a positivity of being like you are doing exactly what you should be doing mm-hmm. and you are great at what you do and even though it's at that cheerleader men- mentality it's something that reassures me that the Dom and I are going in the right path together mm-hmm. we stick together and so that's that's been things for me to be like, okay, I'm not giving up yet. And not that I even thought about it. It's just like, there's hard days. It is. There, there, there are, are some days. Yeah. And then that's the difference between like, not the difference, but having a, a paid job and then doing podcasting. And I mean, on the, what is it? The, the advertisement you can do on anchor. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've done any of that. No. I tried one and I cut it off after an episode and I made like, a buck seventy four. That's on my anchor account. I'm like, cool. This is dope. I'll just have this here, and maybe this will be a reminder one day. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is where we were. This is where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just I think like for me, it's it's it can get tiring if you allow it to be. Right. If you allow it to. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I've had to really focus on my energy and I've really had to like give takes that discipline. Up. 100 percent. to do this a lot of people don't think i understand the discipline it takes to do this like no a weekly yeah a weekly show yeah and i don't know it takes i mean i'm solo like i got no help at all yeah Yeah. that's a lot of work just to constantly well and then that's like you know how it is yeah (laughs) yeah for 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 the confusion of everything it's been it's been uh it's been me Mm mm-hmm and and I don't mean that in a selfish way at all. Not at all. I mean that in if you really work your ass off and you really are committed and you really want to succeed in this day and age, it's an all or nothing mentality that you have to have. Mm-hmm. If you're ready for that, speak to me. You know? If you're not, Kid I don't rocks. Have, I, yeah, I don't have fucking time for that. Yeah. Um, and, and that's back to the guests, <coughs> back to the guest question, you know, even that's the mentality, that's the characteristics that everyone that we've sat down with, whether it's just me or it's with Dom and I, they're all doing that. Mm-hmm. They're all doing that. Yeah. Uh, are you in the music scene, lo- local music scene at all? Um, like, do you like following that stuff? Or yeah, you? yeah. I mean, uh, Dom, our co- my co-host, right? Yeah, you're um, mentioning he, he's a local hip hop. Yeah, and so um, like No Scope. And you're talking about No Scope, yeah, earlier. yeah, that's right. Um, which I support. Um, all the all the homies that um, are out there doing that, and it's it's awesome to go to a show locally and see them perform and like yeah, see the community that they're a part of because there's a fun little yeah. there's a small music community like a bunch of these small music communities. Yeah, and like the block party at First Fridays. Like, I haven't gone to that. Like them having, you know, like a lineup of um, um, performers. Tech Nine, come. right? I don't think he was there. No, no, no. No? Not Just like this. These, yeah, these are all like local I artists. I thought this year that he did uh, something at the, po- the down there. Maybe, he, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he did it close to it. I didn't know about it. That was a crazy one. Um, but... I got home safe and, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. for me, that night was really cool because I got to, like, see again uh, Dom perform and see him being passionate about what he does mm-hmm. and how he works the crowd. Oh, that's and, cool. Um, that's, I admire him a lot because it's a lot of guts in this day and age. And, and even for me and you um, to step up and do things that are like, so we do that live podcast show. I mean, the first one we were charging six at the door, you know, it's like, those challenges we love, but they've also helped. Local music has helped mold and create paths for street wave mm-hmm. in ways that I can't really like describe or explain right now. But like, <clears throat> it, it's it's been great. Like connecting with all kinds of artists in the city. Who are uh, who are some artists that stick out that are I don't know, you're fans of or like what kind of artists music like locally? We, yeah, locally. <laughs> Um, locally uh well dom chronicles Mm -hmm. obviously um we've got tilly which is a homie of dom and i's and he just came out with the album most recently as well um no scopes there um there's like um in the in the back five there's um ej which is um kid clever who's also a local artist um yeah man they all um, are like just working in the studios mm-hmm. always just trying to come up with something yeah. trying to come up with that banger and like 
I love that passion and I love like seeing that and and hearing it's how huge excited the they are. It, the city's just, just yeah. You see these local rappers; they are yeah. they are hungry. Yeah. Yeah. They're working hard. Um, yeah. And I yeah. spent I spent time with. Um, there's another artist, uh, Hus West. Um, uh, he did his release uh, album release at the Riot Room. Um, like I don't know, five or six months ago, I got invited to, and we did an interview before, so we were outside a Riot Room just chopping it up and like. That was awesome. Right. Like, so those things, like, we're everywhere, man. Like, we never say no. Yeah, so when you're saying you did a, a podcast show of charging six at the door, what do you mean? What, what was that? Well, it's crazy. So, <clears throat> backstory on that, um, three podcasts in, so when Street Wave just began, mm-hmm. Alex Goldberg came up to me. They own this venue called El Pozo, which is on, like, Summit Street um, off of Southwest Boulevard, where mm-hmm. all the great uh, Mexican taco spots are. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, hey, would you like to do a live, like a live show, live podcast show, like, you know, like a Jimmy Fallon kind of thing. But like, you know, interviewing, you have the mics, it's it's a setup. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me think about this. Can't went home and I was like, if I don't do this, I'll never do this. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So episode four, five, six and seven were live in front of people mm-hmm. like an actual like show interesting so we came out and have we i like welcome everyone uh we'd sit down chop it up um and then before that though we'd have a dj playing music for the welcome we had the vibe we had drinks we had food we built kind of like a underground community going for that last summer and the numbers were like increasing each month Mm -hmm. and it was great because we're like we're doing this this is going somewhere that's why that momentum in the last fall was just like i need to do more than this this and then the show just started popping in my mind and i was like I don't do it now. I'll never do it. So I just applied, started it, started it, started it. Got the wheels turning. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because I knew there was more for me to do again. I was at this point where, like, I guess I just couldn't do one a month. I need to do one a week. I need to do this. I need to get a female, you know, like all female show. I, you know, like all these things just started happening. Um, right and left for us. But yeah, man, like, it's a, uh, it's a commitment. You know. You still do the this show? The, that's what you're talking about when you do your show? That's what it means? It's oh, yeah, yeah. It. Sorry. The show, yeah. The show, yeah, so... Fucking one drop. Yeah, you're cool. Um, um, yeah, the show. So we did a show all those four months, and then we came back this year, and we were at... Um, you were doing one of those a month? Yeah, yeah. So June, we had one in July. Um, you got on, like six on, bucks at the door for people yeah. to come and ask you? How did you well, promote the fir- it? Well, the first one. So that's actually where like the promotion came in. We got small flyers, word of mouth, Instagram, Twitter, wherever, however we could tell people. We met with uh, all kinds of people. Our first guests were uh, Mark and Mark, and they do um, a food show. And so we had food, and then we had at, we had a performer during the middle, which was no scope, crazy. Um, and then we had a discussion, too, where we sat down with tacos and we had to like name where these tacos came from. But, <laughs> cool. But what's cool about that though, man, is that like as soon as we set food in front of these dudes, like they, you could just see them become comfortable. Right. And they were like, we we just dug into conversations even more. Okay. So that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then July, well, this is what's crazy about July. Um, we had a we had a just kind of a a goofy timing with things of like when we needed to be set up because we were at Kobe Q, which is on Grand, really close to Messenger. So Messenger Coffee. I just here. ate there. I just ate there last week. Yeah, man. That's where we had the show. The bib- I had a bibimbap. Yeah. And yeah. let me tell you something. People, I like Parlor. Parlor's yeah. dope. Yeah. Parlor's got a place in yeah. there. That's Sarah. Sarah yeah. that's got a bibimbap. Yeah. 
and it's Instagram worthy. Everyone's taking pictures saying how right. great it is. Right. It's good. That other place, what's it called? Kobe Q. Kobe Q. They're they're uh, beef and pop blows stories out of the water. I'm gonna have to have that. I usually get their like um like sweet and sour chicken kind of thing. The only thing is they overcooked the egg. <sighs> but everything else was fire <laughs> in that thing. It was still better. Yeah, what's crazy about Sarah is that we had um he we had him on in July and we talked about Sarah. You so had him Ki, on the owner of yeah, it? Yeah, Ki Oh Young. nice, yeah. Ki Young. <clears throat> um, and he brought food on and we talked about three different dishes that he has through Sura. And that was at the live one. That was last July. But this July we had Edith uh Edith Cruz. Edith Cruz. She does the high heel dancing women's classes. She's like full of amazing energy, full of just like amazing uh, a vibe. That's it's attractable but powerful at the same time and I love that. So Dom and I sat down and she taught us how to dance at the end of the segment. <laughs> Which was crazy because here I am. I'm not that good. So there it is. And I I tried. I was like, fuck this. And there's it like was a huge. dude version of it? Yeah, like she did like I mean, this was like a booty song. So Dom and I <laughs> were definitely challenged on this. But we did it. Yeah. We fucking did it. And then the she says the the females podcast had their first live premiere. So they chopped it up with uh, Kylie from Vera Intimates, which is like women's lingerie and sex toys and other things. Okay. So um, they they had a conversation on the second leg of the of the show, and so it was beautiful. And it, for me, putting that group together, seeing them up there, it was an emotional for me, man, because yeah. I put a lot, a lot, a lot of energy in that, and it just came back around full circle. Nice. And I couldn't be more happier for mm-hmm. them, especially cool. for this new season that's kicking off. <clears throat> um, they are very hungry for some shit, and I think it was good that we took a summer break. I think that was brilliant. Hmm. Like they they want they had different travels with you know their boyfriends or family or whatever, so they, it was a busy summer. And yeah. I didn't want to tie them down and being like, we need to meet this, you know that. So, are you concerned or worried or or give thought to having these other podcasts underneath you? what their level of commitment is and i'm not asking to call anyone out but is that like as someone that's kind of like i don't know like holding the umbrella if you will do you have no that that, that's i mean that's a valid question and in fact i stated that at our meeting i was like i'm gonna be honest like doing this instagram it's gonna have to be ran like this and i don't want it to start like you know fireworks and then just drop to the floor and not be you know barely used i was like and I reminded them mm-hmm. like for me as a leader is that I've got to think of questions like that and I've got to be prepared for that. And so I ran through my discussion notes with them or with myself before I even sat down with them. And I was like, all right, this and that. And like taking what they wanted to do and just being reminding them uh, several times that like it's going to take this and that. And they're aware of it. These women, these four women have been able to not just build confidence in themselves but as each other and as a group and like i feel as they're so team oriented and it was so great to hear walking back (coughs) to the car with one of them just like man i've i've missed i've missed being around these ladies and like i can't wait for the new season and this and i'm like another sign cool another sign that this is something beautiful you know but that's with everything man like i've got to think of things like that Mm it's like same with like onward and upward sitting down with Blake. I was like, bro, if you don't fucking do this, we won't do this season. Yeah, because if it's not your passion, it's gonna be like 
it's gonna get too tedious and too much. Yeah, and that's and that's where I felt like with him like getting twelve episodes, I was like, all right, maybe we've shot the over the moon. You know what I mean? Maybe we did a little bit too much. Hmm. But I think with us having a month and a half break for season two, I think that'll be great for him. Yeah, you've given me some things to think about. I've I've brought up the idea. Probably listeners right now are probably getting sick of me. Probably mentioning this now. But I've 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 had the idea of, of putting on a show, getting some of the artists that I've had on, and doing like you know just putting on a, a hip hop show basically, mm. yeah, and charging whatever at the door. And you know I I don't want any of the money. I just want a little bit of promotion, but just give the, all the all the artists money. But I don't you know I'm worried that I wouldn't get enough people there to get. I yeah. don't know, but it's just I've thought about doing something like that. I think that'd be a lot of fun to do. It it is a lot of fun. It's, it's obviously just, a mean, lot I, of time and energy, yeah. and like even more than what I even wanted to put out. But I was okay because I I even knew that was coming. Like I knew when it was like I was planning for what I was doing that summer. I'd say six months before. I I really love to put things out in front of me and like goals mm-hmm. and big podcasts out in front of me. Just going cool. By the time we get there, like this next event that's going to be in November that we're going to be working with. Um, I'm I'm already like let's go. Yeah, like <laughs> my mind's already there. Like, yeah. Um, but that's a good thing because if it wasn't important, it wouldn't be like that. Right. Yeah. yeah, I've also I've thought of the idea of doing the little live shows, going somewhere and doing it mobile, not yeah. like a charge six bucks at the door. I don't I don't hate that idea. That'd be kind of fun to do. But let me just say though, the six, like the right six dollars, yeah, one hundred percent, and that's what it is. That's that's where it is. It's like. Um, that's the challenge. Ugh. Also, like when you see other things going on, like showcases and whatnot for like 20 at the door and more, I kind of go, you know, Oh, I would keep it cheap as fuck. Yeah. 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 I'd be like five yeah, bucks. Yeah. Okay. Go. Down I know I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I actually went you. up a dollar. I'm going to undercut you. Nah, I'm going to go down. No, I feel that. I feel that. And we, and it's what's actually, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go to like, it's going to be $4 and 20 cents. See who has that change on them, bro. Yeah. That's that shit. It's like we tried Eventbrite as well for the first time. I thought the city would be ready for, and I think there is. They're getting there. It, it it's just, getting there. <laughs> no? <laughs> Slowly? We had our show on Thursdays just so we wouldn't clash with anybody. Because Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, bro. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Going oh, no, uh, the show would have to be. And, and that's 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 where the that's where the marketing and with the also just the. I don't want to say, s- just just the setup. I'm trying to think of another word, but it, you can do it. You can do it, and that's what I would tell people. Is like, that's what I'm saying, man. Is like, if you want to do something like this, it's got to be all or nothing, and you know oh, that yeah. exactly 100. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And we're not even on YouTube yet, like full time. You know, that's been floating on our mind, random thought, but like that's been something that, you know, I looked at Dom especially last month, and I was like, we're ready to do this. Mm-hmm. We're ready to go in front of film, like. You can see even the ones on that we that I've done when I sat down with guests. I mean, I'm locked and loaded, and those were all first fucking takes. I don't fuck around. You're on film right now, buddy. That's that's the mindset <laughs> you have to have, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had a producer for the longest time, and he'd switch the cameras. I have four cameras, and he'd switch it up on whenever we'd be talking. But he had to quit for work. So I'm in the process of interviewing new producers. I call them a producer. That's just a fancy-ass term. I just need someone to click a mouse. <laughs> and 
pull up Google, basically. I mean, it's super, super simple. So I'm, yeah. I've been taking interviews for that and just looking for the right fit to kind of come back and be and have my producer, a new producer in here. Do you go with your gut feeling on those? Or are you looking for like a certain age? No, I don't know. I haven't. Uh, I've gone with, I've had good people. I've had uh, my last my, my my last guy Robin was great, mm. phenomenal. I could trust him. I'm looking for trust. I'm looking for someone I can trust. Right. Basically, I'm looking for someone to trust. I don't care if they're 18 or 50. If I can trust them and they can do the bare minimum of right. what it takes to do what it, what I need them to do, shit. And if they don't, yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not hard to do, but yeah, it takes the right person. Just someone I can trust. I've had. There's got to be someone out there. Man, listen. <laughs> yeah, except yeah, I, I, I put a, I put a video last uh, last night on Instagram looking for one, and I've had some people hit me up about it. So I talk to some people and try and get the the hardest thing is like I said I do it, usually do it on Sundays, and so I got to get the person that's got Sundays available. Not always the easiest for a lot of people. Especially with the families, you know. Yeah, I've done a few sessions on Sundays. A lot on Saturdays. Yeah, Oof. I got my kids on Saturdays. Well, I wish I could do. I have my kids every weekend, so okay. Where? Fridays and Saturdays are just tough for me. I mean, I can get a sitter sometimes, but I can't commit to every single one. That would just be too hard. Damn. I should have brought more uh, orange juice down here. Damn it. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> yeah, Mom. You want to take a break real quick? Yeah, that's cool. Well, I, I'm going to take a break real quick. Yeah, I'm going to get good. some, uh, fill up, refill my drink. You're good. My purple drink. Your drink. That's someone I should definitely get you in contact with. Who's that? Ashan. Sean? Ashan. Ashan? Yeah, local, okay. local okay. artist. Also a mad rapper. Probably nice. on the list. Nice, nice. Uh, Shevin, I'm trying to get Shevin on again. Do you know who that is? No. Shevin, <clears throat> he just had a he just had a single drop with Tech Nine a week or two ago. It's oh, up to a hundred. It's up to a hundred thousand listens on Spotify. Okay. Yeah, it's fucking good. He's he's badass. I'm, I'm gonna turn you on to him. He's badass. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm having uh, Alan Wayne the Prodigy. Do you know him? I've had him on before. And I'm going to have him on again here in a few weeks, a couple weeks, next week. And I'm having him on again soon. He's great. But yeah. All right. Let's start this bad boy up again here. Yeah. All right. You ready? Yep. What were we talking about? Podcasting, podcast guests. Um, what were I thought, shoot, we were going somewhere good before I interrupted it with the different rappers. Damn. Dang, what were we talking about off mic? The best conversations are always off mic, aren't they? Right. Don't you get that? I feel the same way. Um, usually afterwards, too, it's like, damn, oh I should have fucking said this. I stopped saying that out loud because, like, I can just see it hit. I can see it in their eyes. Like, it's just red across. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. I just go, well, for another <coughs> another time, an- another story, uh, another episode. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. That's cool. We'll come back around. Um, we actually, speaking of that, we have a 420 guest that comes on all the time. What's a 420 guest? Well, we uh, we actually do. So we record a week before 420, and we release a podcast on 420. Okay. So um, 
The first one was actually in the May basement. May 20th. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Or April 20th. April 20th. April. What's crazy? May about- 20th is uh, something else. <laughs> I don't it know. Might be. I don't know. April 20th. Um, but the 420, right? Like <coughs> our first one was in the basement of my house. That's where I was recording the first like three or four podcasts. And what's crazy is that on the 420, I released one of uh, the Barber podcast that I did. And um, you just interviewed a barber. No, we did at that time. It was my second episode. So the f- my first episode was with Colin from Stranglehold, which was like streetwear, wh- which everyone was thinking that that was like going to be the motto for street wave because that's the, the fashion, the culture, and the community that I'm part of. And no, I threw him a curveball. My second one was my barber, Micah, that has a barber shop in the basement of his house. Oh, yeah? And he cuts hair amazingly. But like we kind of left pass with him just because he was starting to charge $50 a haircut. Dang, son. He, he was that professional. And let me tell you, I love that place so much. And I miss <clears> it <throat> because it took me out of Kansas City. It didn't feel like you were in Midwest. It feels like you were like, I don't know, man, maybe like West Coast or East Coast, you know, somewhere that wasn't normal. I love a good barber. Yeah. How Any much kind of, was it? What what would it go from? To, how, what was it before 50? Uh, I was getting it 35, so I tip him 40. And then the, it moved to 40, so then I was giving 45, and then he increases prices, which, um, you know, I'm not hating on that. His if, the, his, if the demand is there and he's getting it, yeah. good for him. Yeah, no, and I was stoked, and I sent him, like, a blessing and, like, the best, you know, like, um, <clears throat> he's still a brother, you know, like, and for him to be on the second podcast, you know, he's part of the family. And so with the 421, we, on that year, last year, we had to release it in May. So we we released that on 520. But this year we had it down. We actually got a venue where I invited. It was a live podcast show. We invited people over to this venue, and we all my guests put joints under all the seats where people sat, and we smoked and we lit up at this at four twenty on the week before four twenty. So when, so when we record it, you know when we record it, it's actually at four twenty, but you know it's we can play it on four twenty. That's funny, especially because it was like fake weed. It was that legal weed, right? Uh, it was the stank, right? You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was cool, man. Like, because if it was real weed, the statute of limitations would still be holding true. I probably wouldn't. It was probably fake that catnip, right? <laughs> I'm just making a stupid joke. No, you get it? The Did K2, it go over your head? The K two. I'm just. No, too I'm old just. For me. I, I'm too old for you. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just you don't want to uh, drop the dime on yourself. Is all I'm no, saying. No, no, that's true. But we had a good time. We had a really good <clears> time, and it was cool. Uh, but. Um, he's our regular 420 guest, man. And How many I, people are you getting at these uh, live podcast shows? Are they there just for the podcast, or are they there for other shit too? Yeah, uh, everything. So uh, how's the, here's how the event goes down. Okay. Um, at eight, we start the social hour, and that's like drinks, food. You can order at Kobe Q. Have a great time. You Get, always do it at Kobe Q. Well, this summer we did. Okay. La- the first one we did at El Pozo. So that was underground. Mm-hmm. We felt like it was time for us to be above ground, quote unquote. Sure. You know, to get above and excuse me, actually have a um, stage and like have put lights and like have this routine, you know, have a, um, you know, at, at this time is a more, you know, like a well-planned scheduled thing and communicate all that and try to get that all going in the moment, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Right, right. Um, and then we made it happen. But the numbers, I mean... Probably between um, like the 40s and 50s. Wow. Maybe, maybe maybe the least is like 30, but man, it's so intimate and it. That's we huge. don't we don't give a f- 
we really don't that's give a, a fuck. lot of people yeah we don't give a fuck who like really sh- like the number wise you know like it'll stress me out because like i get that's nervous. a huge number i would be so nervous i see one of the biggest things honestly that yeah. keeps me from even doing something like that is i'm just i guess super insecure and i think maybe five or six people would show up yeah but like in that mindset especially after doing our first shows like yeah, I do stress out about that, and that's on my mind for sure. But, like, here's how things go. People don't show up on starting times at of all. Of course anymore. not. So we actually started the event usually about 30 to 40 minutes after when it was supposed to be planned to start, actually. So we just really fill it out. And that's what's great about <clears> working <throat> with Dom and him being around so many live shows and doing so many live shows is that he knows – um, when he tells me something like chill out, you know, there'll be people like, it's just like that. Then I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to chill out a little bit, a little bit. I'm going to go smoke some weed, chill out a little bit more, more, but, um, that's on the mind for sure. Um, but the linking that goes on, like we, st- we spoke a little bit about is like the connections between other artists that don't know each other or have admired them through Instagram and they're actually there and like, doing a collaboration together or building a connection to do something bigger. That's the sorry. shit. Keep going. I'm sorry. I, I had a, a really good idea okay. and I just have to write it down okay. or else I'm going to forget. I, cause you've got my head just spinning here, dude. I'm just yeah. thinking, I'm like, man, you're doing the damn thing. You're, you're doing these ideas that I've, I've tossed around and yeah. I don't know. I bet you to. I can, if I, if I, I don't know. I gotta, I, I'm, and I'm, let me tell you, like, <clears throat> I don't always, we don't, I mean, financially, maybe not always break even, but that's not even about the shit, you know, take care of the people that we are taken care of and that's it. You know what I mean? Like I'll share the situation you w- with and here's what could happen. And this is what happened to us in July at the show. We didn't know Carlos Santana was playing that night at the sprint center. And we also, I didn't know that like the country singers were going down in the plaza. So parking was absurd. And if you were going to find parking, you'd have to pay. Well, Dom looks at me and he brings up the, the ob- not the obvious, but a great fact of like, you know, people are going to pay for parking, you know, paying at the door may not be a good idea. So we actually did July show for free. Oh, cool. And I'm okay with that. And it didn't kill me. It was just, again, about the community that we've created and that we're a <coughs> part of and that we get to lead and do things that we love. I don't give a shit. Dude, that's cool. So you do a show, it's $6 at the door. How much of that has to go to Kobe Q? Because I'm sure they must get a, a cut, right? Well, I mean, here, like, I mean, you don't have to give me numbers at all, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying, do they take here, a cut? Here's like, the thing. Does, here's the thing. And their situation. They were they had a stage but didn't know how to create a community. They were trying to do events and this and that. And Evan, who bartended and helped with my events last summer at the El Pozo, was now working there. So I hit him up and I was like, hey, man, what do you think about this? And he's the event planner for the place, trying to get things in there to build that place up more. So we actually got you know in f- to do that for free. We never talked about it because it was we promised them what we could build that place up to be and people would know and now people go there regularly because like they went that night, you mm. know, this and that. Right. That's that shit that happens, man. Is like Yeah, I got it. El Pozo, when we were there uh last summer, they got they got shows and they got, you know, DJs taking over that came through to our event and now are playing at El Pozo. And Austin Goldberg, like working with him was an, a, a pleasure also, like huge admirer of him. So 
Yeah. Man, I'm glad I've had you on. I, I'm just, my wheels are turning right now. Just, I got ideas bouncing off. This is motivating, especially right now, this time of, this season of my life. Beautiful time to get weird with my thoughts. Well, it's it's just taking those <coughs> thoughts that you second guess and then just putting them in front of you and taking it on as a challenge mm-hmm. and doing it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. And that's... That's the shit that it's yeah, it's hard for people to, to get yeah. over. Yeah, my my motto for this podcast for the longest time is uh, Wayne Gretzky said it is uh, you miss one hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. Yeah, so you just got to keep firing, just keep shooting. One hundred percent. Yeah, and as much as I mean, I feel like when people say no, they don't have time for the podcast, or no, they don't want to be on. It's just like, okay, like I don't take it personal anymore. You oh, know, I've like, never taken it personal. You know say I mean? no. But it, know, can get, I, it can I take get shit, like that. It can, uh, it can yeah. I, I take shit personally, but yeah, not yeah. that. I yeah, don't yeah. care if you say no. If you say no, I expect you to say no, honestly. Literally. Like, it's whatever. I'm asking you to do me a favor. That's yeah. how I feel. When I yeah. ask someone, I feel like I'm asking them to do me a huge favor of taking your time out of your day to come talk to me. Right. Who You know, who, that's just... If, um, fuck, where was, what was I saying before that shit? I'm such a bad podcast host you've got me a, a huge bottle of water that's all i've asked mm-hmm. I, i've been drinking ladies and gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> you asked me you're like what do you drink and i was like water you're like okay yeah i was like yeah i don't you don't, don't drink really are you drink, not a drinker i don't drink that much i'll have a beer or a cocktail from time to time and maybe if the moment's right i'll i'll <clears throat> I'll, f- I'll feel lit but we were at the nose people saying no that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm remember where we were at. Yeah, when people say no, I don't take that. I expect people to say no. You're doing me a favor. The ones that drive me nuts are the ones that say they will, and then they back out, or they, you know what I mean, or they don't show up. Yeah, yeah. I had like I don't know. If, I'm not gonna call these dudes out right now. Ooh, but it's close. <laughs> It's close. It's, it's a bum. It's a bummer, man. I will call people out. Like okay. one of the reasons why I'm so shocked I'm on the pitch awards list. Yeah, which is great. Thanks, Thank man. Is thanks is because I am kind of raw, and I say not safe for Johnson County mom, soccer mom. Oh yeah, they you know what I mean? Like, cause I'll, yeah, but I mean, like I'll I'll call people out. Like, I I shouldn't like I don't know, but I'll like people that have done. I think I called out, so there was this uh, Instagram. He won, I won't call his name out this time, I've done it before, but he won a pitch award last year for the best Instagram. And just a couple months ago, I hit him up, or maybe it was like even, it was like three months ago, three or four months ago. I hit him up, I was like, hey dude, would love to, I love your stuff, blah, 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 would love to have you on my podcast. He's like, oh, that'd be great, man, let's do it. We're corresponding back and forth lots of time. We got a date set, set. And then even like beforehand, I was like, hey, man, we're still good for uh, Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, and then like even like a day before, I was like, hey, tomorrow, I'll go ahead and just park in my driveway. He's like, yeah, cool, cool. Well, it's like one o'clock. He's supposed to be here at one. He's not here yet. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm not here in front of him. No worries. 120. I'm like, ah, well, all right. Hmm. It's weird. And I sent him like a email or 
email or something. Yeah, then I hear back from him. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. My car broke down last night and I don't have my sis- my sister's. I don't know. It was like a real cockamamie BS excuse. Like, dude, just tell me you didn't want to. Just tell me you didn't want to come or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Don't make. I don't know. But yeah. even that would have pissed me off. But like it was that day. He's like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm sorry. I was like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, why do that? Just tell me the beginning you don't want to do it or that you change your mind, but don't wait the day of and then make up some bullshit excuse. That's when, that's when, like, when I meet people now, especially, like, through creative groups, quote, unquote, or through other friends. One more thing on him. And then afterwards, I was like, hey, no worries. I understand. Shoot me a time when it'll work for you and we'll reschedule. Ghosted me. I don't remember his name. Was, I wouldn't call his name on. I've done that before. I'm you could pro- like in you the could verge on my mind. I think I know who you who really you're talking about. He, he won best Instagram last year. Yeah, I think his um, name was Cossum J Hardaway. I'm not calling him out though. <laughs> That's not his name. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's why I'm surprised I was on the list. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I'll talk shit to someone that does me wrong, man. Don't do that. They're Don't like, man, do that to me, bro. Real. He went after that guy. I'm not going after him, but it is what it is. He knows what he did, and it's out there. Don't do it to me if you didn't want it out there. No, for sure. I've got a... Where I was getting to, though, too, as well as, like, I've created, like, a radar for that. Like... I need to borrow that radar. Is it for if, sale? <laughs> it's, it's a bot. Um, It's, like... I, like I was saying, I go to like these, you know, uh, meetups and, you know, um, you know, friends of friends and also with that vibe, man, like people have, I mean, maybe people have gotten mad cause I don't say anything about it, but they're surprised that I don't say anything about it. Uh, about what? Street wave. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So already I'm like, well, I'm not going to have you on my show. Cause like, I feel like now your reason behind being on the podcast is like, on your side major than like equally if that makes sense at all you know no, what i'm I mean? confused no you, no, no. What, what, what people are you talking about no like the people like when when i'm trying to decide if like they should be on the show or not okay like if if before in you, order in order for them not to burn me out like that okay. not to have that happen oh okay. i have like a radar oh gotcha. of like, yeah, yeah, okay. like there's certain things there's certain words there's certain vibes okay. there's, there's even looks on their face that i see I, I do a lot of my communicating purely through instagram it's not all through like face to face i don't yeah i don't meet a lot of random people that's why you need to like go to these things. You need to come out, come out to Kansas City, Missouri. Connect with like Casey Creatives or Fam, even. And See, that's the thing. With I, I want to. The thing is, like I was saying, I have my kids on the weekends, right, right, right. and a okay. lot of those things are okay. on Fridays and Saturdays. Okay, these are on Sundays. But yeah, then the you fam- do your podcast. Yeah. yeah, then I do my podcast. But I do need. I, trust me, I want to. I do yeah. need to get my ass seen. I'm just. I'm just saying, <laughs> like that. That would like my social skills and the most. Does it make sense? You're extroverted, huh? Uh, I'm, I'm not like I have it all the time. I, no, because I'm super I do, introverted. That I shit do is like a struggle for me. Oh, I got you. I got you. It, it's a. That's why I also sometimes I smoke weed is like so I can. Sometimes it makes me have more anxiety. Sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't. You know, depending on that shit. But, like, I have to get uncomfortable sometimes because I need a challenge. Like cool. If, if that makes sense at all. No, I'm a bow hunter. It makes 100% sense. <laughs> bow hunting's extremely hard. You want to challenge yourself? Try bow hunting and then do it on public lands. I've done it on like the. Targets. They used to have the. 
That's cool. The game. <laughs> the fucking, like it had like a string, but it was like on a console game. It was a, a bow one. Yeah. Anyway, all <laughs> right. I mean, there's the end of my story. <laughs> but I have done bow, like bowing at like a summer school thing. like a, All done some bowing. Oh, yeah. Put it on that glove. and. It's <laughs> <laughs> one way to do it. Just see my bow and freak you out. <laughs> Does it have like uh, laser beams on it? Might as well. Things crazy, think I'll shoot through an elephant. Jesus, maybe not all the way through it, but it'll. it'll <laughs> it's get, in there. One <laughs> yeah. arrows are very. Arrows are like one of the most. I don't know, it's one of the most efficient weapons yeah. ever made. How'd you get in the bow hunting? Uh, it's like most people just kind of. My dad was a bow hunter and hunter, and I just got into it through him and loved it. It's damn. Dude, I'm telling you what, man. It's it's in it's in I don't I don't want to say it's in every man's DNA, but it's certainly in mine. Right. And when you're just out there in the middle of nowhere all by yourself for hours in the middle of nowhere, dude, there's not a person around you. Just animals and you're waiting to kill one with a bow, super close. I mean, the last couple ones I've shot were with under 20 yards away. Shit. You know what I mean? And they have no idea you're there. I've had deer I could jump on, like walk right underneath me in a tree. I could just jump on top of them. <laughs> to be that intimate, and to and to then to kill that deer, like to have an intimate kill like that, it's exhilarating. It's like you're, it's super. You get a lot of adrenaline, and then you have all this compassion also. But then then the thrill of it, it's like this weird yin and yang of emotions and gratitude and uh, achievement, and then. And then the work begins. Then you gotta, then you gotta, gut the animal out. And then you gotta haul it out. And then you gotta butcher it up. And then, but then you turn it into meat. And then you get to eat it. And you get to give it to your friends. And you're feeding your family. And you're feeding your friends. And every time, as a hunter, you take a bite into that steak of that deer you killed, all these memories just flood into your brain like a drug. Damn. Of when you the feelings you were when you shot it and where that where the deer was looking and where you were at and this the whole story that you were there for a week and just all this stuff, man. What an experience! Yeah, like, not just that, but like a, a I don't know a growing as a man. You know what I mean? You come out and you're like, I'm even manlier than when I began. Sure, it'll make you feel like a man. I'll tell you what, hauling a dead animal a mile and a half deep in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. And then cooking it, that'll make you feel like a man. Bro, and I've I've eaten some wild game. <laughs> it's good, right? Yeah. Uh <clears throat> if you know how to cook it. The you have boar to know was it. really like, Ooh, um, like we that. we had to inject a lot of fat in there because they're really tough. Um I'm talking about like the ones that were like in Africa. Like Oh, like, okay. Warthogs? Yeah. I'm talking about Oh warthog. my. Yeah. You yeah, probably have to slow cook them for 73 hours or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what it seemed like for sure. And then like spring book and like oh, different kind of. Oh, that's delicious. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Um, the other, there's all kinds of antelope and deer out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all taste, you know, obviously different. But bro, I'm talking like cheese, crackers, that meat, oh, wine, yeah. bro. It's like it's all over. Yeah, the charcuterie. 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 Oh man. Yeah, no, you said oh, it God. close enough. Yeah. I just make up words sometimes. Who like doesn't? You're a podcaster. Dictionary. That's what we right? do. <laughs> Hell yeah. One hundred percent. That's what That's we the do. Truth. <laughs> yeah. 
People will look at me like, is that a fucking real word? You know what I'm saying, you I'm son of a bitch. <laughs> Just go with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll correct myself if it's super egregious, but if you can, you know, put together my mumbling, it gets worse, too, if I have if I get real drinky drink. Whew. Right now, it's not much. I haven't had a ton. But I, I would be I, lit already, though. I'm just saying, like, I would be like... Off what, off what I've been drinking? Yeah. I'm an extremely lightweight. Yeah. I've uh, This podcast has definitely turned me into more of a someone that can handle his liquor. I've <laughs> never had an inch... But I, I, I don't always drink on here. Right. But sometimes I do. No, that's all good. Uh, but last week... Whew, last week was a great episode. I, that one is going to be a big one. I hope it won't be. It probably won't be because it's somebody that has no followers, right? Right. Who is it? Who is it? Uh, her name is uh, just Yaz. It's just it's Yaz. Yasmin. Um, she is a Muslim who got disowned by her family because she wouldn't do an arranged marriage. Wow. And she literally is disowned. Like, and she says she's not really Muslim anymore. She's more like more let's say westernized okay okay because her story is and she grew up in florida wow with a big muslim uh community yeah and her and her family is from uh palestine damn and her story is amazing i i want that that's ones i'm sure you have some where you're like i hope this is a good i hope this episode gets listened to a lot of people i mean you obviously want everyone to but like, there's some I want more listen to more. Like, I'm like, this one is important. Please listen to this one. I hope that one is listened to a lot. But I got I ended up. I mean, you can. It was a three hour. It was like three hours long. <laughs> and I started out with like one beer before I even started, and ended like having I don't know five, but on like no food, and I was pretty drunk. Like the progression of it, I'm just sure my slurring got. <laughs> <laughs> I, I caught myself I was like oh my gosh I'm drunk I'm slurring these words yeah. but I think I was holding it together enough to get some good questions because it was a fact this, this yeah she's awesome she's, see that's she's amazing amazing I can't get like too I mean other than now um, too super stoned when I'm like running a, a show anymore I was like, even with our live events, like Dom and I would smoke outside. Like, dude, I'll get trashed. I would drink. And then we'll, then we'll like come in, and I'm like, and then it's like showtime, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not ready. That's funny. Another five minutes. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, like, um, I just had a, always afterwards, always, especially like if I'm riding home and I'm just kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. thinking over shit and whatever. But alcohol for me, it just. Uh, I'm extremist, man. So it's like if I start, okay, it's hard for me. Like especially on the liquor side, beer is cool. <clears throat> I'll have like one because I'll be like, oh, I'm like full as fuck, whatever. Like I'm done, blah. But alcohol, man, it's like especially if they're tasty and they're bougie, bougie, <laughs> bougie booze, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially through that, bro. I'm Crossroads like, Hotel. <laughs> We're still. We did not forget about you. Sponsor no. both of us, please. No, yeah, please. With yeah, that bougie think- booze at the Crossroads Hotel, Street Wave, and Neander Talk Podcast, please. Get at us. Yes, please. Definitely. Like, that shit will light me on fire. Like, I'll be like, I'll just tell the homies I'm lit. <clears throat> Which isn't a bad thing from time to time. I just don't get I just don't get heavily wasted anymore. Because 36, I, you said? 
I turn 34 actually 34. next weekend. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, which is cool. Like, I'm excited about it. Um, every year has been uh, another building and great year. So, I'm looking forward to the start of 34. Like, people are like, you're 34? What? You don't act 34? And I'm like, what is a 34 supposed to act like? Well, Not I me. I don't even think people know. <clears throat> I don't think people know. I don't know. I'm like, this is me. That's yeah. Me. I, I I certainly I'll tell you this I'm I'm 39 I don't act 39 no not at all no. I don't but then again I don't want to act no and that's it I don't want to act 34 either. but here's the thing if I did act 39 I would probably be a lot more successful I don't in this day and age I don't even know if that's Maybe not. Who knows? Who knows is right. I mean, here's in a comparison, a kind of, but like Little Nas's country road thing, like, mm-hmm. yo, that is shit. It's for kids. <laughs> yeah. It's a children's song. Right? Should be on kids. I'm not box. even kidding. It kids is a children's box song. Seventeen. He plays that shit at these like schools, I saw and, and they're all singing along. I mean, and that's doing a kid's the riding, song. riding the horse. Uh, yeah, dance it's thing, a, yeah, that's not an adult song. <laughs> if you're an adult getting out of that, it's because you have kids, probably. But then I look at it like you um, ain't bumping that shit. What no. what single dude is bumping that? No, not even the remix. Dumb chicks with with horrible taste in yeah. music that are also listening to Post Malone or listening to people that. listen to that Yodel kid too, and they're like, "Man, his album's actually good." I'm like, "I don't know what that excuse is." Excuse me, what? Yeah, that's another. I don't even know how to explain a Yodel kid. A kid that yodels. Yeah. Kick rocks, kid. He was on like the. Um, uh, America's biggest. Oh, sure, bubble. he was. I'm sure they've got all <laughs> kinds of kids that have done stuff. Here's a puppet. I'm into the Kansas City music scene, man. Oh yeah, for sure. What's oh. what's some of your favorite local? Man, right now is uh, Casey Young Boss. Okay, you know him or no. heard of him? No. See, Dude. I need to see these people now and be like, oh yeah. Dude, I saw uh, Twista was just in town. Yeah. Um, so and I, sure. I had, uh, so one of my past guests was performing at that show, uh, Lou Rip okay. and, and Lucid Flows. And I was, and, and so I saw that Lou was going to be there. And then I also saw Casey Young Boss, who I've been hip to for a minute. I was like, I was like, dude, both these guys are going to be together at, and Twista. I was like, I got to go to this. And then I found out Lucid was going, was performing. So it was like all these dudes I wanted yeah. to see. And for one, to watch Lou Rip and Lucid, I've had Lucid on my show three times. Damn. And uh, Lou once, and I respect the shit out of him. He's just, he's badass. He's legit. And to get to see people you've had on your show perform on a stage. This was at Voodoo Lounge. Like, this is a real show, dude. So I got to see dudes up there doing it. Man. So then, yeah, Casey Youngboss was on after them. And he's just someone I got hip to through. Uh, I'm gonna be honest through uh, Casey Mixtapes Radio. You know, you know. Oh, dude, mm. write that shit down. Casey Mixtapes Radio. Okay, it's on. We'll get that. W- how yeah. do you listen to music? Uh, iPod or iTunes. iTunes. Okay, he's got a list on Spotify, but okay. he also has an app, okay. and you can get that app, and it's all Casey artists, like hip hop, R and B artists. Do you like know what that is called? Casey Mixtapes Radio. Oh, okay. Right, it's dope, dude. It's got right. some like local fire. Yeah, and that's where I got hip to hip to Young Boss, and um, yeah, he's he's 
he's so good, dude. He, I, I hope he blows up. Uh, Sully 4Q. Ray Money. Mm. Uh, Alan Wayne, the Prodigy. Shevin. There's these dudes called uh, Unique in Influence. Yeah. I think I need I've to I've had like them on the show. And <clears throat> yeah, MB58 is a good local dude. Popper. Popper, of course. He's old school. Yeah, I don't know. There's a few just off the top of my head that I can think of that are. That's cool because, like, you're, like, giving more lead way to, like, people that I have not met and that, like, I can look forward to. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. especially bring on Street Wave. It's, that's cool. Like, I'm always down to meet more artists that are trying to push themselves. Oh, some of these are, are like, legit. I you mean, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, Dom, my co-host, is, like, one of the, like, he is legit. Yeah. Like, he works his ass off. I love and it. He makes great music, like fucking phenomenal. Especially coming after you know, like making his loft a, a studio. You know, like and seeing him progress in that. That's cool. That's insane. Don't you love seeing dudes that are hungry and chasing their passion like that, doing stuff like putting a studio in their house like that? Like, yeah, and that's why we work so well together. Is like he knows that if he's working on something for himself. That he doesn't have to like even think twice about me because he knows that I'm just as hungry as he is mm-hmm. to do what we're doing every fucking day, man. Right. Wake up with it, go to bed, peace. Hell yeah. We we have you have to have that, especially now more than ever. It's like you have to be passionate about what you're doing, or like then you got to be like, what am I doing? What do you think of the? Uh <clears throat> podcast competition in kansas city do you think of it as a competition do you think there's a podcast competition or do you look at anything like any um you know uh let me just be 100 percent. like <clears throat> after you reached out to me mm-hmm. there isn't really a whole lot of podcasting i even bother to look at or follow like i know for a fact that we've created our own lane with street wave and that's the lane that i'm in mm-hmm and I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. It's like being here. It's like, I love what you're doing. And now, like, now I can fully support you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, um, I, I haven't met a whole lot of other podcasting. A few, a few, like from. I mean, if you just paid attention to the scene, like just like different people that are out here doing their shit here. I, I don't, man. Yeah. I, I don't. Um, It's kind of like when we talk about the number game, you, you know, it's like we don't really pay attention to it. Sometimes we do, but. For me, it's like the same thing, man. I don't give a fuck. Right. I have to be. I'm in a tunnel vision now mm-hmm. more than ever. You have to be. If you really want to succeed, you have to be like that. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I don't I don't support others 100%. Like if I get word or like I meet somebody, I'm like red. I know a guy that I'm, I haven't seen for a while at a coffee shop that runs like he does a podcast and he does um, climbing. Like indoor climbing out. Oh, cool. Climbing. Nice. So he does, he brings on a, he was telling me how he brings his guests on organically every week. And I was like, man, that's great. You know, like I'm supporting that. Like, mm-hmm. that's great, man. Like all I can, I try to give him some advice. Not that like I'm the God or the goat of it, but as a friend is like, here's some shit that I've had to work through and here's how it's, here's right. how I, how, well, how, I am the I've goat. So if you have any questions, <laughs> you are the goat, <laughs> <laughs> the goat, um, but yeah, man, I I don't um, I don't see it as competition. 
yeah. at all. I don't know um, if he did or not. That's what I was yeah, asking. Yeah, I Because I, I, I do think some people out there do. Really? Yeah, I've, yeah. Yeah. Shit, man. I, yeah, I think there's some podcasters out there that are a little... Like, like, are you talking about, like, bigger podcasters that are like that? or like I'm talking local, local. ones. Local, okay. I, don't, don't, okay. I wouldn't okay. say... Okay. I don't even know. Is there any big podcast out of Kansas City? Like, bigger ones? I don't know. I'm sure there are, but I don't know. They I don't probably know. don't announce don't that know. they're here in Kansas City, but... <laughs> That's there's some of them that have, you know, I feel like I've... I've you know, you're you're not my first podcast guest. Mm-hmm. I, I've had other podcasters on. But I've also been declined by some other ones. Kind of like, and I felt big leagued by it. I didn't, I didn't feel like it was like a, no, um, I don't even know why you would say no. No, you're, I don't know, but I just felt big leagued by people that I was like, huh, I just wanted to, you, you podcast, I podcast. Why wouldn't we get together and podcast together? We, let's talk about what we're both passionate about. Yeah. And collab. I, like, you know, like, like if you want, yeah. you can have this audio. Like, I'll give you this audio if you want to put it on your show. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm Which down with, like, yeah. doing whatever. Like, this can be, you people, know what I mean? Like, come on, people. It's yeah. all, like, my, my mo- one of my mottos is, you know, the tide rises all ships. If we all get this together and promote each other, let's build this community up. It's a and podcast that, yeah. community. Let's and, help each other out. And that's the thing. It's like, I'm I'm deeply embedded in that culture of uplifting each other like that in all different kind of aspects, not just podcasting. Oh, for sure. So that has been a blessing for me because I've been able to see things differently, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. rather than like, <clears throat> um, I guess just being about myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm trying to work on the selfish thing to be selfless. It's difficult. You know what I mean? It's like, it's almost for me. It's a different persona with Streetwave than like. So I have two Instagrams, and the city is like my personal one, and then I have Streetwave, and like, no lie, there's things that I would post on one and then <laughs> I don't on the other. For sure. But I should get a personal one. I do, but I abandoned it. Yeah. Listen, I don't. I rarely post on my personal yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't put. <laughs> I put like maybe two percent <laughs> energy right. into that. One. I'm like, oh, it's solidified. I don't care. Whatever. Like I'm. I'm over it. Um, I wish I could take it off, but it kind of helps me stay um, sane, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it hasn't been an escape route for me, but it's been a it's been a creative outlet for me to really be um, preoccupied in something important rather than in something bad, you know. Um, so alcoholism and drugism lies in my in my family, mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> I try to like you know stay away from that especially with like you know my dad was in vietnam so i have a depression i have depression i mean like no lie so battling with that um street wave has like really cured my life uh, bottom line and it's crazy even like reminisce that right now but that's the real truth is like it was a it and i heard this recently when i was in chicago it's like a um as a escape window for me mm-hmm from what's in front of me to where I would one day love to be and can dream and make that happen because the ball's in my court. So, yeah, man, it's, it gets personal really quick. <laughs> it does. It's not, yeah, it's not hard to get real personal on these things. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, podcasting for me has been, like, 
like I said, an escape for me, but at the same time, a, a huge building block in what's going on in Kansas City and getting um, recognition when I don't even, you know, like the podcast may have flipped or may, may have not sound that good, but I tried my best, but it's in the back of my mind. Having that people come up and commend you is like, gratitude nice and it's also humbling because it's like like i tell you it's like okay i'm on the right path yeah i'm on the right path yeah hell yeah man i love what you're doing i love seeing this i hope we can uh get more podcasters to do things like this and come and come together and it's hard to be just build this community because yeah you know as a podcaster we're looking for other we're looking to grow and the best way to do it is to get other people that listen to podcasts. Right. And so it's nice to like, we should just all kind of come together. I mean, I've put it out there. I, I mean, I want, I want more podcasters come on here. I'll come on other people's podcasts. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, it's a cool community that we need to. I build. think like the more, the more we do that, like you said, the, the, the more powerful we can speak out. Like, I mean, is the Midwest really known for what we do here? Period. You know, even in local hip hop, you know, like it's overlooked. It, it, it saddens me, and it, like it, I, it upsets me. It, it does. Really it does. bums me the fuck out. There's so many badass local artists. I'm like, why aren't you bigger? You need to be so much bigger. You're so talented. It yeah. sounds so good. Like yeah. it's just overlooked because yeah. we're flyover state or whatever. Yeah. It's like, what do you got to do? You got gotta go out to California. Like, oh. And that's where everyone flocks to. Mm-hmm. And there's those that make it, and there's those that come back and go, not right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the don't don't sleep on KC's hip hop scene, yeah, no, or or music scene in general. Yeah, and the, even in the creative outlook, like I'm talking from like you know, um, performers or not just performers, but like dancing and like painting and all kinds of creative outlook. Like I think this people don't know. Mm-hmm. And I got laughed at coming back here. Like it's it's getting out there. It's getting more. Yeah. I think because of podcasts. Yeah. I mean, kind of probably like ours is, it is getting out there. A lot of people are starting to compare Kansas City to Austin. Mm. Like we're like the next Austin. Like we're the new Austin. I heard Nashville somewhere, but Austin I can see. I haven't been to Austin, but I've seen pictures. But they have a real real good art community there, and yeah. it was like the cool yeah. hipster spot that started yeah. blowing up. And it's kind of. You look downtown, you look at the crossroads, you look what it's been. I mean, I've been here for a long time. I remember going down when it was, I mean, downtown was, was nothing. It was a ghost town. Crossroads was not, it was, it was totally new temptations or, or right. whatever it was. Right. You know, there, was, yeah. there wasn't shit in the crossroads. Yeah. And then. And now it's like, boom, that's the spot to go. It is. And it's. I mean, all of it, downtown, power and light, all that jazz. Yeah. River Market. River Market. I love me some River Market. Man. I haven't been to the Saturday market for a minute, but I would definitely be game. <laughs> yeah, I go Sundays a lot. Do you? Mm-hmm. Sundays is good. Like, I'll take, like, a, I don't know, meet somebody down there for coffee or just go by myself. and then, Or I'll take my kids on there some Saturdays and just walk around. It's definitely family-oriented down there. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, the booths and everything. Like, um, I love – I got used to going to, like, butchers all the time in South nice. Africa. So, like um, – seeing like the meat guys set up from like where you know they cut and like they package and everything i love those stories mm-hmm. man and like i'm always asking them questions of like oh man how where is this from what, you know um is it you know um grass-fed or you know you know just ask them all kinds of interesting questions cause, right because that's what i'm used to going to the butcher like that's dope um that was the shit 
I miss that. Yeah. Yeah, because that was also like time just to shoot the shit with people um, and get like in South Africa, they have this thing called biltong, which is like beef jerky, but it's on a it's actually it's not like beef jerky, beef jerky at all. It's it's like a C, a B or C average steak that's dried out and then cut really thin. <laughs> OK, but it's about the seasoning as well. Right, bro. Really? I'm talking like street food. I, I street like, food's so good. I like medium rare, but this is like. Medium rare jerky. It is okay. so tender, but I gotcha. like you get like a nice piece like, of fat uh, on it. Would, uh, what would like a sada? Maybe like a carne asada type thing, or that be like a no? Like you know, still this different? is like yeah. It's about the spice. It's like where South Africa really differentiates from like anything okay. is like the biltong spice that they use that has like a little bit of this and that and that. I mean, I couldn't tell you what it was in there, but um. It was fire. Nice. You'd like weigh it out and just leave with like a <laughs> big ass bag of it. Like a kilo. A kilo. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, man. It was it was good times. But um, yeah, for sure. So that's our pitch for Kansas City, guys. Come down. If you're not from Kansas City, we are now being hired by the Kansas City Board of Tourism. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> right? Come on. We're pimping no. crossroads. I mean, come. for real, if you guys wanted to come, Kansas City is so good. It's it's a great city to visit. 100%. You know what I mean? I mean it's yeah. a great, it's a, I think it's an even better one to live in, yeah. but it is it is a good town to visit. It's affordable. If, if you're close. Golly, is it? Yeah, it's a cool town to visit. Yeah, I mean, the- Depends on where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, the transportation is great. Yeah. You know? Oh, um, the scooters. I love the scooters. Yeah, the birds. about those. Yeah, but I haven't ridden one for a while just because, like, they're everywhere and people are making mistakes and everything. And I'm, I'm not. Sure yeah, I, I'll ride those things all day. I love them. I love those stupid scooters, Yeah, but man. here's here's my look, man. So when it first began, I would try to go find one on the app. Mm-hmm. But I would travel, <clears throat> like, six you blocks would, yeah, right? to fucking find one. Right. That's also what burned me. I'm <clears throat> like, oh, fuck these guys. Like They're everywhere now. Yeah. For sure, and like those orange <coughs> ones, they've got like a few. Other yeah, I saw the yeah, in. I saw the orange ones recently. In Chicago, they've got like five different, five or six different kinds. I love them. Built if, all differently, man. If I live downtown, I I wouldn't. I yeah. If I live downtown, I, I almost don't need a vehicle. You could almost. just buy one for like five hundred bucks and call it great. It's probably what I would do because you could probably spend that. Yeah. Oh, that for quick. sure. But you don't have to maintain it. But yeah, it would be nice to have your own. I ran into the guy that runs, or when uh, the green one was in town. Lime. Lime, right? Yeah, how come they left? Just I don't know. Money. They like, just weren't making I, money, huh? I don't know. Like, I think it was like a, a trial. Like, let's see if this works here. I met the guy that was like representing them, just out and about picking up scooters and shit. And he <gasps> had like one of the new ones. He's like, man, try this one out. And I was like, woo, cool. <laughs> that guy was like, he just looked like he just sat at home and chilled. Most of the day, like he didn't do shit. Right. I was just like, "Damn, what the life?" That's the life. I wouldn't want to be like in the scooter game, though. Like that's just not for me. It's one of those hard. I imagine he's one of those hustlers. This is entrepreneurial type hustlers, man. Like I get uh, some of those guys on the podcast that'll just make a buck out of anything. Right. You know what I mean? And they Ooh. hustle. They come up with these ideas, and they just. Hustle all day long, no matter what it is. Yeah, talk about hustling. I was mostly, most recently challenged by this guy. He was like, "Man, imagine making five hundred a day." I was like, "Yeah." I was, he's like, "Yeah, that's one hundred eight thousand dollars a year." And I was like, 
I was like, what I make right now, that would be like. But then I think about it, right? If I had my lifestyle at that pain, would I would would I be still where I'm at if it was, you know, right different in that way? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the lifestyle would be obviously more. Yeah. Obviously. You make more money, you yeah. spend more money. That's what yeah. Patrick Ewing said. That's why he said uh, hey, basketball thanks. players need to get paid more. Right? Because they spend more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I just, yeah, I that's just shit that I just don't try to get caught up to because I'm like, I'm not there and I'm right here and that's okay. Like, I can dream big sometimes, but I'm still focused on what's in front of me. That's all I do. You have to. Got to. Can't look too far ahead. I've spent a lot of time trying to do that. Can't just look trying behind. to read the future. Oh, never look behind. Yeah. Ugh. No. Nope. Ugh, do not look behind. There's some monsters behind you. You got to run from those psycho bitches. You just got to. Got to. What monster's chasing you right now? I can't say. I can't say. I'm just fucking. <laughs> Pending I'm legality just issues right now. I mean, I'm not allowed to say anything. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, it's good. This, Like I said, this will be out in a few weeks. All this shit will be passed. That's yeah. what's funny. I can listen to this in a few weeks, knowing what I was just going through with some BS, but knowing that was a few mo- weeks ago and whatever. I'm past that shit now. When 100%. I listen to this, when this comes out, I'm past that petty bullshit now. So whatever. I'm good now. I'm looking in the future right now. To the future. Hell yeah. To the future, man. That's what it's about. To the future. Uh, well, my man, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. I'm going to give you here this time to kind of pimp what you want to pimp. Say whatever the fuck you want to say. Street wave. Yeah. Whatever. Tell people how they can find you. Anything. Yeah. Just whatever you want, man. Yeah. Um, well, where you can find us, I'll start off with that, um, on Instagram and then, uh, and that's a street wave with two V's. Uh, we thought at the time, well, I thought at the time it would be trendy to like do, since it's double E and street, do a double V and wave. And we just wrote it, you know, I like the it. wave. And so that's where you can find like what we're doing, our content. I'm always saying what's good every morning, just like connecting with people, showing them that, I, you know, like we're here and that, you know, we're real. Um, what we've got going on right now is this like we're just preparing for the short series. So you can check us out on all the platforms um, on Apple, on Spotify, um, wherever you're listening to Google this, Play. you'll find his right? stuff. We do yeah. the same thing on Anchor, yeah, right? 100%. That's where we're always at. Um, we got some events coming up in November. We got a big event in November. I don't want to talk too much about, um, but that's coming out soon. Um, Let really me excited. know and I'll pimp it out on my Instagram. I appreciate too. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, what I'd like to say is like appreciation to everyone that's been a part of Street Wave, you know, and um, we're really building on to the future. We've got the new seasons coming out for She Says. The ladies are hyped and ready for it. Um, the first two, I'll just go ahead and leak this. It's the State of the Union, She Says, part one and two episodes. So we're going to start off with that. The girls are going to hit the political realm like straight on. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, we record that actually next Sunday, release that in October, and we get the season started. Um, and then street wave, we're just going to keep on doing street wave. Um, we've got big guests coming up. We've already recorded a few that are just going to be lined up to come out for the next couple months. Short series will still be going on. Um, yeah, man, we'll just be booking. Just you got a booking. show where people can come out and see you at one of these well, live shows we, anytime soon? Yeah. Um, That'd well, we're, dope. we're done for the summer. 
Um, we want to really just focus on this month to get prepared for the the fall. We've, like I said, November. do you have anything in the fall like a live show prepared no, yet? No, no, no. no. Okay. Um, we'll we'll come back actually next summer and do them again. Um, but with oh, the, it's a summertime thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is that um, just for what you guys want to do? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, if we if we feel the momentum of like we should do more, then like we'll definitely listen to the you know hear the people on the streets and like we'll put that in the play and see what happens. Nice. Um, but for right now, um, that'll just get not put on the back burner but like that'll be on our minds just to build up for the next year um and then we'll go um very hard on the june and july and august shows for sure um it'll be a different uh i think we'll be on a different level by then as well so Mm -hmm. um just um in all different areas um so yeah other than the show starting um yeah just some really big projects coming out fuck yeah you know man awesome yeah man dude i wish you nothing but just the biggest things in podcasting for you i appreciate it like, yeah. i love seeing what you got going on appreciate it. and i just it's exciting to see i want it to grow i want you to be huge yeah thank you thank you for being here yeah stay in touch man let's definitely. uh let's fucking raise these ships yeah no definitely hell i think yeah. we definitely should all right yeah, can i get a fist bump oh yeah always bro hell yeah yeah man appreciate uh, you. thank you guys everybody for listening check out street wave on instagram i'm neander talk pod on instagram boom schlock boom we're done Boom. Done.